Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It's now time for Ermani and Edwards with Maz, live on the Woodward Sports Network. Every day, 2 to 4 p.m. Starring Ryan Ermani, Michigan great and former NFL baller Braylon Edwards, and of course, Tom Mazaway. Let's talk some sports. I guess it's me. I guess it's my show today. It's Armani and Edwards and me, Maz. Tom Mazaway here on Woodward Sports Network. My guys are uh, very high maintenance. Ryan <laughs> is trying to get his headphones to work. He doesn't want to touch anyone else's headphones. He's a germaphobe. I just want to tell you that. Howie Raylan Mandela, is finishing baby. his Coney breakfast, his Coney lunch. Thank you to hey, Scotty man, G. What a our man Scotty G from the old Woodward Bet Show is in here with lunch today for all of us. We miss you, Scotty. We miss you, beer man. But, uh, yeah, it's Maz. Uh, it's just you and me. I got breaking news for you guys. What? Lamar Jackson <laughs> is going to be a Detroit Lion. Oh, get out of here. I'm only kidding. Stop. Yeah, okay. I am oh, only kidding. Okay. Clown <laughs> emoji. Clown emoji. Clown. Swing the cameras to my two clown Swing brothers it. right now. Ryan Armani, Braylon Edwards. Swing it. Party Take it back, now. will Sing you? It. So Take here's the, the deal. Show. Ryan Armani. I, get still I am very high maintenance. You are. Uh, there are things that are important to me. And if I have something a little off, yeah. I can't do a show. This is true. It's just the way it is. I'll be honest with you. So my earpiece broke about 10 minutes ago. This is, uh, we call this in the business, an IFB. I wear the IFB. I can hear my voice. I can hear the music. I can hear the sound. This is molded to my ear. Right. I've had it for years. Got it from Fox 2. The mold fell off or fell apart from the cord, and it's very upsetting to me. Yeah. Uh, I spent the last 10 minutes trying to fix it. I cannot. I was unsuccessful. Braylon says, why don't you just wear another pair of headphones over there? Maz said Oh, is that Maz? That See, Maz. I'm already discombobulated. That was, that was I, said, I said, wipe one down and use it. I can't. And I, you went, ew. I said, there's no <laughs> way I ew. can put somebody else's uh, earwax. earwax in mine. My, I'll tell you something about my ears. The cleanest ears on the east side of Detroit. That's all I got to say. You have you. clean ears? Clean as can be. Do you use I Q-tips believe, after I, I, showers I believe and Maz. stuff like I that? I believe Maz. Yeah, I use Q-tips. And I know you're not supposed to push the wax in, but I have very little wax to push in because I keep them clean. So JB said, hey, Ryan. <laughs> hey, he's, Ryan. He's so mad about this. Earpiece. He says, do you want to use these? And he pulled out these purple headphones. <laughs> Look at these things. That, have been, use, that now, have been used by 150 people. But JB gave them to me. So you feel better. And I wiped him down and I said, okay, here we go. I'm going to go Mike Francesa 
style. <laughs> and I can even put Mike both of them in. I got the, the blue dog. shirt on so you can barely see the cord. I try to keep it clean over here go. a little bit. And now we're ready to go. Braylon Edwards, good afternoon to you, my friend. Now you can look like me for two hours with your earpiece falling out. The <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were getting new ones from like, like 17 months ago. Ryan gave me. I gave him the, the mold you, kit. I gave him the mold kit. Let me explain to you. I begged Ryan to give me the mold kit. It took him a year plus. He gives me the mold kit. I've had it for a year plus. <laughs> because it's a process. Like You basically got to take it. You got to make it. You got to let it sit. And then you got to send it yep. back in oh, for them God. to send back really? to you. Yeah, it's oh, a process. I, 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 oh, yeah, that I don't want. So I don't, you know, Ryan, this is about Ryan being high maintenance, but. Once again, my old job where I made good money, like they would mold everything. You don't everything make good and, money here, Bray? Come on. Well, you know, difference in what was sports check and NFL check. Very oh, yeah. But I'm saying like in the NFL, they would send it in and take care of it all. I just had to do the molding part of stuff. I'm, uh, I'm high maintenance good, too, if you will. Braylon, the good news on the mold is yes. if you do it one time, Right. They will forever have your ear mold. So you can, like right now, you can just call them and they'll send so, another one. Yes. Right. And that's what's going to happen tomorrow. Why don't you just get a couple sent and you keep a couple? Well, yeah, I have another one at my desk at Fox 2, oh, okay. so that is very good. But it's amazing how little things can just throw us off. It is. Right? I mean, I'm a very routine-oriented guy. Like we had Matt start the show for the first time ever because your earpiece messed up. I, I mean, thought I did a pretty damn good. You did no, you very did. good. Dynamite. Very good. Dynamite. Dynamite. Unbelievable. Uh, so, yeah, we are going to have a little bit of fun today, no doubt about it. It is Tuesday, March 28th. This month has flown by, uh, by the way. Tigers base. The Tigers open up the regular season in Tampa this week. I mean, yeah. you blink in, in, in the regular season. Starts home opener yeah. is next week. There's a lot of, I think, excitement just to get out of the doldrums of winter and into spring. And we'll see what the Tigers have or or, or don't have. But uh, Final Four is this weekend. I mean, there's there's a lot going on. Where are you going to be for opening day? By the way, you speaking on the field. Oh 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 in Tampa? Yeah. No oh. no. I mean. Oh home opener. Real, yeah. Yeah yeah. Opener. I do the whole six. That's nice. I do the, like the six a.m. to eleven a.m. Oh god, it's my no. favorite day of the year. That's great. Favorite day of the it year. It is. Speaking of Final Sorry Four, you, you, you ready for me to talk about oh, what I don't want to hear your crap. <laughs> oh, God. Why he's, not? He's going to try to sell this listen, crap to Listen us. to what Braylon did to us on the text. Go ahead. I, almost, Go ahead. I almost was like, okay, I'll come at 2.15. Show starts at 2.15. Go ahead. Try this Go ahead. Do what you got to do today, sell, Braylon. Sell us. Go ahead. Do what you got to do. I'll see you at 2.15, gang. <laughs> listen, why don't you guys want to believe that NCAA women's basketball is now bigger than men's? I'm <laughs> 2.15, I'll see you. I'm being honest. Why can't you not realize that <laughs> women's is now bigger than men's? It's bigger than men's. I was doing some research. Do you know that the uh, Georgia-Iowa game was 1.5 million viewers? The average man viewership is 95, was it 950,000? They're winning the race. Juwan Howard makes $2.2 million. Don Staley makes 3.3. They're winning the race. They you're looking. You're still looking at me. I came back to listen to what he had to say. At least. Okay, hold on now. All those the numbers. number one nil deal involving a man or a woman basketball player is not a man's basketball player. It's a woman's. It's Caitlin Beckers. I mean Paige Beckers, from UConn. They're winning the race. How much money is uh, Paige the, Beckers making? She, is that her name? Yeah, Paige Beckers. What's she making? She's got her own shoe. Two, really? She got two point one mil. Get out of here. That was after her first year when she got hurt. She's been hurt the last two years and still makes two point one million, three point million. Wow. They're okay. winning the race. In whose house? 
Not in my house. It's ratings. It, it's ratings. It's just like me saying the NFL is winning the ratings over the other four sports. You're like, not in my house. I'm a hockey guy. Well, we're not talking about Here's you. We're what talking I give you. about. Here's what I give you. Can I? You don't know anybody in college basketball named Mensai before that Kansas State game, no. not that went to Michigan State. But you know who Kaitlyn Clark was because I told you about yeah. last year. Here's what I'll give you about NIL and women's versus yeah. men. There is Caitlin Clark, uh, Paige Beckers will do more for women's basketball than any man will do for college basketball. Right? I'm trying to tell you. That's a fact. That is a fact. I mean, every girl that plays it's like stuff high school basketball uh, grade school yeah. basketball middle school basketball elementary school basketball knows yeah. who these two women are right, let me I, let me say this i will say this women's if, basketball yes i've been on the women's basketball train he's been on sports period for a long time yes i always watch the final four and i don't watch you watch the women's final four i do wow. and i like what they've done <laughs> as the years have progressed they play quarters now in women's yeah. basketball which i like Hmm. I love the UConn team. You gotta like Tennessee. They lost Ariama. Uh, yeah. I know. Yeah, Gino Ariama. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and Caitlin. Caitlin I don't even watch Beckers. the men's final four, Caitlin let alone Clark, the women's Clark final. Four. Is amazing. <laughs> she's like she's she literally. She had the first forty point triple double in NCAA yeah, tournament. And I'm not talking about women's tournament. Men yeah. too. No man has ever got it, a forty right point now double. as it sits. Yeah. You've got us. I'm good. Then. You've got us. I'm good. This then. year you've got us. And I'll and I'll, I'll stop while I'm ahead. I quit. The one thing I will say about Kayla Clark, I always get the show. She's in Iowa, I, I right? Know, I know our yes. Lions fans yeah. are like, what Iowa. the hell is this? Mm. The one thing I will say about Kayla Clark is it. I heard this when they were talking about most, uh, I guess, uh, influential basketball players. And they were talking about the most, the two most influential basketball players. They said uh, LeBron, uh, Michael Jordan and Steph. And so the people they were talking to was like, well, what about LeBron or what about Kobe? What about this person? They say, if you look at what Steph has done, he's arguably more influential than Jordan. I mean, he can never say that. But he said, you know why? Because anybody can be Steph Curry. Anybody can be six foot three and mm. shoot from half court and learn and practice those skills from age seven till however old he is now, 33, I believe. Same with uh, Kaylin Clark. Like, everybody can't be Candace Parker and Lisa Leslie and be six six. But all these girls out here, they can practice the same thing that Steph is practicing. So I think Steph influenced her. And she's influencing the whole generation. Brittany on the uh, chat said men's tickets right now, Final Four, and they are plummeting yep. the prices. She says you can get in for 75 bucks. Women's, you can't get in for under 300 Wow. Thank you. As that we, is incredible. Thank you, Brittany, on the right chat. Now, uh, as we speak. That's what I'm talking about. A Diz 411, Detroit Shock back in the early 2000s. Let me tell you something. Oh, my God. I, let, let me say this about Deanna that. Deanna Nolan? You, you, I don't know. if You're probably not going to believe me, but I tell anybody who asks me with this. Um, and I have been asked this uh, before in the past, and, and it's what's the loudest arena you've ever been in? It was one of the first events I've ever covered at Fox 2, 2003. Yeah. The Detroit Shock against the L.A. Sparks. It was one of the... It was... I'm trying to put Quantify it in perspective. It, right yeah. it was the loudest building I had ever been in that was around 20,000 people. Got you. You know, obviously, baseball stadium, you know, 60,000, whatever, or, uh, you know, the Fenway Park in 2013, that was really loud. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been to the Super Bowl, um, but 
Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding you. Oh, how could that happen? It was one of the loudest. It was one of the lo- and and a lot of women in the in, in just maybe it's the the sound of their voices like that carried or so I don't know. Yeah, it was one of the loudest buildings I had ever been in in my life. I know you 2003 said 2003 Palace. Way, last week, Brady, Brady just bought into the Vegas Aces. Yep. It's the WNBA. I'm telling you, like, listen, Kobe was on this wave. Rest in peace to the mama. Kobe was on this wave in terms of where he was going to transition women's basketball to. He was helping out with a lot of those young young players. His, I think his daughter was going to be the beacon that they wanted, if you will. It was going in the right direction. This isn't something that's just starting. Like, he knew something back then, and I think it lost a little bit of momentum. But it's something to it. College, at least. Uh, Maz, uh, let's see here. Uh uh, I, I don't know. D, I, I, whatever. Somebody on the chat says, there is no screaming like little girls screaming. You should know that. You got three of them. Uh, I mean, they can get you know loud. The, I'll tell you what the loudest thing go. is. Uh-huh. Go to a volleyball tournament. Yeah. Oh, you will yeah. leave there like, in Your a body ears bag. ringing. In a body bag. Your ears ringing. Yeah. Uh, no doubt. <laughs> um, incredible stuff. Uh, guys, uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, we're going to get to some NFL talk, some Detroit Lions talk. Because How do the Lions always do this to us? They are finding the themselves in the news again. Dan Campbell comments on Lamar Jackson to Detroit. He comments on Calais Campbell to Detroit. Uh, Is one of those guys here? Both of them are none of them. You might be surprised. But first, the message from Fairway Packing Company. Uh, This is what I'm having tomorrow, actually. Oh, man. Fairway Packing. I'm looking forward to the Wednesday night dinner. Is there an invite somewhere? Uh, (laughs) I was actually invited. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, they are Did they give a you fair, a plus one? They are getting uh, a fairway dinner. <laughs> plus one. Uh, looking for a way to elevate yours. Fairway Packing Company. Family owned and operated since 1956. Try their Burrata Blend Burgers, the award-winning Chop House Steaks, or impress your friends with a dry-aged Wagyu Tomahawk Steak. See... Well, the top chefs in the country choose Fairway. You can visit their steak shop in Gross Point Woods on Mack Avenue. You can order online. They ship anywhere. Fairwaypacking.com. Fairwaypacking.com. Sourced, cut, aged, packed to perfection. Saturdays at 1 p.m. Make sure you're watching WoodwardSports.com for our new show. Chomping puck. He shoots. He scores. With four-time Stanley Cup champion Darren McCarty and Michael Gentry. Chomping puck. Detroit hockey community and giving them a voice. Pros to Joes, you'll get the best Detroit hockey coverage around. Jumping Puck, Saturdays 1 p.m. on WoodwardSports.com. Introducing the Planet Fitness Guide to getting that post-workout glow. Step one, what's your why? More epic energy, better sleep, blow off steam? Step two, join Planet Fitness for just $10 a month and get moving in our clean and spacious clubs. Step three, bask in that post-workout glow. Join Planet Fitness today for just $10 a month. Join today at any of the 50-plus Detroit area locations. Woodward Avenue, the first paved road in America. Woodward Sports, the first sports network born in Detroit and made for Detroit. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, welcome back on a Tuesday. It is Woodward Sports Network, woodwardsports.com. If you're listening audio only on the app, however you're doing it, we certainly appreciate it. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Monty and Edwards with Maz. Uh, we'd certainly appreciate that. Maybe give us a five-star review, even if you hate our takes. But like to hate our takes. Go for it. At least they're uh, facts. Yeah, right. Clown exactly. Clown emoji. Clown emoji. Um, guys, uh, I, I hesitated to even mention his name today, but I can't not because Dan Campbell talked about him. Uh, t- Dan Campbell told Tom Pelissero that Goff is our guy. We are out on Lamar. Also admits they are in on the Calais Campbell news. That's from Tom Pelissero. I uh, I do have an article, Braylon, from yeah. Dave Burkett. Dave Burkett of the Detroit Free Press. Uh, I'm going to read it to you a little bit here. Uh, we, you see the tweet on the uh, screen as well if you are watching the show. Uh, this is Dave Burkett, Freep.com from Dan Campbell. Quote, yeah, look, Lamar's a heck of a talent. Trying to defend that guy has been something else. We played them two years ago, but, man, we got a quarterback. So I'm like, we got a quarterback, and thank God we got a good one. And so we're good. But, man, he's a heck of a talent. The Detroit Lions are out on Lamar Jackson. Before we get into that, one more quote. Asked Tuesday if the Lions will consider taking a quarterback in the first round, given the likelihood that they won't be drafting this high Again, anytime soon, Campbell left the door open to that possibility. Quote, I would say this, man. This year, as with most, you're always looking to upgrade, and free agency has always given us the ability in areas to, to man, uh, we can do whatever we need to do in the draft. We feel pretty good about that. We don't feel forced to do anything. You got to take this or you got to take that. And so with that, I would say, man, uh, it doesn't matter what the position is. If we can upgrade our team top to bottom, we will do that. So man. basically, let me sum it up for you. Man. Out on Lamar Jackson, man. In on the possibility, man, of drafting a quarterback in the first round. Uh, definitely in on that possibility. You know, one thing about it is, I mean, it's picking up traction. I even heard my own former teammate, Bart Scott, who we've had on the show. He was on ESPN talking about why it would make sense for Lamar Jackson. And upon doing so, I mean, he really eloquated the Lions situation. He eloquated the team, talked about who was on the team. He did it very well. And Bart's not somebody that typically is really good at all the players' names. He knew every player name on the Detroit Lions. So, that once again, Lions, you are tracking, Ashley. But I just think, yeah, they're out on that. But what they're leaving the door open to is, you see a name that's coming up a lot lately. You've been on him for two years. He even got Fletch to come around on this guy. Now his name is starting to come up, starting to see him slide into that first round. That's Hendon Hooker. Mm-hmm. Hendon Hooker's name. That's why you see an individual like uh, Dan Campbell talk about it. He's been very transparent. He talked about the Lions. It was going to be a three-year rebuild. Well, here we are in year three. He talked like he's very honest about situations. He's basically telling you, we didn't, look, Lamar's amazing talent. Mm-hmm. We can't bring him here. We can't mess up the foundation that we built. Like, we got things fighting financially and put in the right space that would mess it up but what they can do is you can draft a quarterback in that first round everyone talks about you know the lions trading back because you know what hey if the best player at your position or at that position potential 
it's not that good of a pick, or you don't feel like being forced to draft somebody at six or even eighteen. Well, you can move back. Henry Hooker is a guy whose name has gone from being in the third, fourth, fifth round to now even being mentioned high up as the fifth pick to the Seattle Seahawks, as you see right here. Um, yeah, Mike Tannenbaum Mike, put out of his first mock draft, former general manager of the the Jets and Dolphins, your former general manager, yeah. put out his first mock draft. Well, we can get to that now, or we can get to it later. We but he did get to that now, he but just have, more so. He did have Hendon Hooker five overall. We'll dive into that later, more so just bring up as a reference point. But I don't think Hendon Hooker's going that high. But I definitely could see him going somewhere in the first round, a team looking to get a guy, first-round quarterback. And Ryan, as you so always like to bring up, the fifth-year option. So I think that is a move for the Detroit Lions to move back. Somehow, the mad scientist Brad Holmes, he can work that out and maybe draft Hendon Hooker. And they say he may not even be in the 20s, but maybe Dre back, or maybe at 18. Maybe that's the pick at 18. Hey, what I took out of, the, out of all the columns, and everyone has written about this, because uh, everyone's talking to Dan Campbell right now, because that's where the head coaches are, the general managers, going to be the owners' meetings coming up here pretty soon. But he said the words, Jared Goff's our guy. So I guess Jared Goff's our guy. All right, so we're going to ride and die with uh, number 16. Jared Goff is uh, the Lions quarterback. Had a great year last year. I hope he has another great year this year. But the door is open for them to draft somebody somewhere in this draft because they have not done that in a long, long time. Can I just say this about the Lamar Jackson stuff too? I mean, I'm fine with it, not pursuing him. But I did think it was worth the Lions and every other team to really take a serious look at it. Um, You know, I go back to what Schefter said yesterday on ESPN talking about how the greatest advantage you can have in the NFL today is to have a good quarterback on a rookie deal. That's the greatest advantage you can have over any team uh, in the league. That's how you go about it. And if you're the Lions, are you going to give up a bunch of picks and pay the guy $50 million a year. If that's not something you think you're willing to do right now, I'm fine with it. Um, and I think I, I think seeing Lamar Jackson pop up uh, as a free agent or as a potential trade target to open my eyes to a couple of things. And, and maybe I'm going to revisit this. I have maintained all along. And at my core, I do believe the Detroit Lions need to pick a quarterback in the first round. Not the second, not the third, not the fourth. In the first round, pick a quarterback. But I'm going to move off that slightly because in the last few years alone, we have seen Tom Brady move teams, Matthew Stafford move teams, Russell Wilson move teams, Aaron Rodgers potentially move teams, and now Lamar Jackson potentially move teams. That's just the last four or five years alone. It is not just you can't get a quarterback when you need to get a quarterback. It seems like these guys are cutting Derek Carr. It seems like these guys are coming up every single year. Now, do I want to take a chance with having the right quarterback at the right time? No, I would much prefer to draft one. But I don't think it's this desperate measure that I once thought it was. <sighs> it's so refreshing, my brother, to hear you say that. Like This is something that – this has been coming on since we've been on the show. You know, the first year we started the show was Tom Brady's first year. You know, so it's talking about – that's a great way to look at it. 
you never know what quarterbacks are going to be available, what quarterbacks come up, what quarterbacks are going to be in the draft. And another thing I saw, when you look at the top eight big deals that have been done in the last four or five years as it relates to quarterbacks, only two of them have panned out. One is Josh Allen, and the other one is to be decided. You look at those big deals, they don't always pan out. You can get the numbers on that. Ryan, that's Kyler Murray's deal. Doesn't like it might pan out for those guys. You look at Deshaun, I mean, uh, Deshaun Watson, we'll see. You know, we'll see how that deal pans out. You look at Dak Prescott. I mean, eh? Like, Dak Prescott made $50 million. And we ask yourself, can he even be a team that wins the Super Bowl? Let's like, none honest. of those big deals have worked. Right. Let's be honest here, too. Uh, Jalen Hurts in the second round and Dak Prescott in the fourth. Fourth. Is there any... Russell uh, Wilson, second round. You know, I, I mean... And then uh, then there's no one else. Yeah. You just named three guys. Yeah. Kirk out of Cousins. The last, out of the last Kirk 20 Cousins, years. You know, Kirk Cousins is yeah. a $40 million you know, quarterback. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm just you. saying. It, it just, everybody's like, oh, pick a quarterback in the second round, third round, fourth round. Oh, get your not quarterback in the sixth round. Come on, guys. It's not easy. Yeah. Look, look, look Most at the Most good quarterbacks are yeah, coming out of the first round. In the, in the top 15. Yes. This is true, but at the end of the day, that's now you're starting to see the side of it where quarterbacks are leaving. Quarterback deals are getting shorter. You're starting to see the three-year deal. You're starting to see the four-year deal. You're starting to see the quarterback that's not getting drafted and wanting to stay for 12, 15 years and build a home. Hey, look, I'm here for So you're seeing this happen more and more, and people are moving. As this happens more and more, it's about just to become a regular thing. No quarterback is doing the 10-year deal anymore. No quarterback is doing the, the fifth-year deal anymore. So it's going to be very interesting to see moving forward. But guys are going to start to come up all the time, and so you don't have to make your bones on saying, well, we won't have another pick in the top 10 for this many years. You won't have to in the years you're well, coming forward. And we still need a backup quarterback, <laughs> and just, I, just as a side note. But nobody said no, no to a backup yeah. quarterback. I just said draft Hendon Hooker in the, in the first round. What's the problem with that? We still need a veteran backup. You're not going with Nate Sudfeld. No, and I, and I think we all agree with that. I mean, you can't go into the season with Nate Sudfeld as your backup. I think all five of us in this room right now agree on that, right? You heard I, what Michael I've Harris told us. I've every quarterback the Lions have had since we've been on the show, hey, so yes. Yeah. Michael Harris told us last week uh, the Lions have been waiting, right? There's still Teddy Bridgewater's out there. Uh, uh, there's a few guys still out there. But they might be waiting for teams to start dropping a veteran quarterback before the free agent, before the uh, year starts, like when camp starts, there's going to be quarterbacks that are going to be let go. Maybe that's where the Lions are yeah. picking up their veteran. But you can't go in. If you're going in with Nate Sudfeld, you're going you're – not. I, let me I don't just, even want to go there. And Tony on the chat says, pull up a list of the first-round quarterbacks in the last five years and tell me how many of them don't pan out. Yes, there's, there's more misses than hits. There are more – uh, misses than uh, swings. Yeah. There are more duds than there are studs. But that doesn't mean you don't look around the league and look where the talent is. You've got If you believe that one of these guys is the guy, you take him. If you don't, you pass on him. You don't just waste a pick because you think this guy can't play, but you have to take a quarterback. Nobody in their right mind does that. Yeah, I mean, you look at... <sighs> You look at the NFC, I mean, you look at the – I always go back to the Final Four. And the reason why I go to the Final Four, and I ain't talking March Madness. I'm talking about February Madness. I'm talking about because that's where it mm -hmm. happens. That's the teams you want to be like. You want to be the teams that are getting there in the Final Four. Look at the teams last year. And this is my point of agreeing with you and Maz. 
everybody says you don't know about the uh, the first round quarterbacks. They don't always pan out. I do know that last year, for the most part, in the Final Four, there were four quarterbacks. Three of them were in the first. They were first round draft mm-hmm. picks. Three of them are game changing quarterbacks. And one should have been a first right. round draft pick, but they didn't want to take the chance on him. And that was uh, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. And then else we're looking at that was uh, Josh Allen was in that playoffs Joe last Burrow. year. Joe Burrow was in that playoffs last year. Like so. Everybody can't be wrong. No. Everybody um, can't be wrong. Could have been Tua, but he was hurt. 100% could. Tua made it to the playoffs. Right. So essentially, off his, yeah, you're 100% mass. I do want to mention. There's guys here that really believe I know. that you don't even need a veteran backup. I think they're just all. I have a guy telling me, but, but Goff's a veteran. You're right. We don't need a veteran backup. What the fuck? What are you talking about? He's going to be the starter in the backup, yeah. huh? I mean, you just <laughs> starter If he gets hurt, what do you got? You well, put Goff back in there. He's a backup, too. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> Uh, guys, I do, I do want to mention a name. Uh, Braylon, you talked about this guy in the past. I, and that's, randomly. That's Calais Campbell. I'm gonna, uh, okay, we'll do it now. Uh, Calais Campbell uh, might be a Detroit Lion. Dan Campbell is interested in Calais Campbell. We could talk about that. We'll do it next. Uh, also, Brad Holmes talked about C.J. Gardner-Johnson and what it took and how that played out this offseason. You'll hear from Brad Holmes. We'll talk about Bill Calais Belichick's K- in the news. Bill Belichick's in the news. Lots to get to on a Tuesday. But first, a message from Cousins Maine Lobster. Yes, sir. Cousins Maine Lobster brings you the Maine coast right here to Detroit. Detroit. Try the variety the variety of sweet, succulent Maine lobster succulent. and their menu sweet. items at their two food trucks rolling around the city. You can find the event schedule, of course, on CousinsMainLobster.com. Click on the schedule and download their app so you can keep track and even order ahead and get rewarded for it. Click on that QR code right now. CousinsMainLobster.com. By now you know me, Christina Schnari, as the obvious choice in real estate. And you know my website, soldchristina.com as your number one resource for buying or selling your home. Myself, along with my amazing staff, pride ourselves on making your home buying and selling experience a relaxing and easy one. Come see why we are the obvious choice. Christina Gennari at soldchristina.com, the obvious choice in real estate. Into any Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men for an award-winning haircut experience and automatically enter for your chance to win not one, but two vehicles of your choice, courtesy of Les Stanford Buick GMC of Ferndale. That's right, two cars, one for you, one for your wife, your girlfriend, or your best bud. Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men, open seven days a week. Walk in anytime, sign in, sit down, watch your favorite team play, and before you know it, your hair will be game ready. Let one of our talented, award-winning stylists make you look handsome and clean. Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men, it's wicked awesome. Have an opinion? Make sure it's seen and heard. Tweet us. Hop on the YouTube chat. Slide in the DMS at Woodward Sports on all social media. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I was just telling these guys, you know, just to put a bow on the Lamar Jackson stuff. At least, like, not that I need my opinion validated. Yeah. But to see, like, all these people on NFL Live on ESPN, like, say, perfect fit for Lamar Lamar Jackson Jackson is the Detroit Lions. We know it's not going to happen, but it is a perfect fit. It does make me feel a little bit validated, in my opinion. Not that I need it, but I guess I do need it. Well, the funny thing about it is, like, a lot of times. No, it's good, though. But a lot of times with with fans and people out there, if they don't see what you're saying in a broader spectrum, if they don't see it, you know, the national pundits say, and it's, trust me, I'm a fan to a lot of things, too. Sometimes if I don't see people talking about it, I'm like, no, that's not a good take. You see somebody talking, you're like, maybe it does make sense. But now the national people are talking about it. Just know. Ryan Armani said it first. Mm. I don't need ESPN or you or anyone else to tell me that Lamar Jackson is an upgrade on Jared Goff. All right? You'd have to be an idiot to think that Lamar Jackson isn't an upgrade right. on Jared Goff, but I'll leave that there. I think that's uh, well said, Maz. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right about that. You know what else would be an upgrade is Calais Campbell. Uh, if he is, in fact, a member of the Detroit Lions, 36 years old, released by the Ravens, hell of a player what he finished with uh one sack uh, half sack fewer than a- aiden hutchinson last year i mean the guy still can play and still can play at a high level don't look at his uh, age as, as a deterrent uh it's somebody who wants to continue yeah. to play football and dan campbell uh admitted today that they are in on calais campbell he is a player that they're interested in braylon edwards i know you ran into yeah. him uh, a couple of months ago uh, what was that interaction like, and where do you stand with Calais Campbell to the Detroit Lions? Calais Campbell, first and foremost, a hell of an individual. He's a he's a he's a great human being. There's a reason when you win the Walter Man, uh, when the Walter Payton Man of the Year award, that's the highest honor in the NFL. That's the individual award. He won that in 2019. He's a guy that plays at the highest level, 99 career sacks. He's played in a couple of AFC Championships games, played in the Super Bowl, did not win it. 99 sacks career. Like, he knows how to do it. But when you start adding these pieces together, Ryan Armani, Walter Payton, man of the year. Like, everywhere he's gone, like, he's left it in a great place. Like, he's a, a popular situation amongst, and even like a Hollywood persona. He does a couple movies here and there. The cool thing about it is I run into this, I run into him at CBS. I'm in L.A. I'm going to see my brother play at the Rose Bowl. Run into him at CVS. He's a hard man to miss. I'll say it like that. You can see him a couple hours over. We'll put it like that. So I walk up to him. Calais, what's going on? How you doing, man? It's like, you, man. You, and the first thing I said, and I felt bad for saying I was like, man, you've had a hell of a career. I'm saying it kind of like in the presence. But I guess to him, like, this is a situation where he's now left Baltimore. He's thinking, like, do people think I still have it? He was like, no, it ain't over yet. He said, I still got, still got a lot left in the tank. You know, it was like, it's like, you know, Lions are doing their thing. They're putting it together. I see y'all making some moves. You know, we'll see when the time is right. I, I took that as a conversation. I took it as BS and probably was just BS. Mm-hmm. But now to see Dan Campbell saying they have interest. Now to see Calais Campbell. Campbell and Campbell. I mean, you know, you can't go wrong there. Hope I'm the first one to call him that. I'm just saying. But he's a guy. You talk about getting that veteran. You talk about bringing a guy in, a guy that can teach these young guys, not even just how to play the game, but some tricks of the trade, you know, some of the way to approach the game, the ways to approach film, the ways to approach the nuances of the game. He's seen it over the span of 15 years. I think he's doing I think it will be a hell of a job to bring him in. And nowadays when they offer stuff, Ryan, they don't just offer contracts, Ryan, and Maz, where it's like, $4 million, that, that's all we can get, or $2 million, or $7 million. It's not always just about numbers. 
It's about a piece of this. It's about a piece of that. We can promise a front office position. We can promise an ambassador, uh, ambassadorship position as well. Those now come with the territory when you're talking to older players. So I think Calais Campbell is a good look for the city and the team all the way around. Let me ask you that because I'm, I'm glad you raised that point about he can teach the younger guys. He can mentor this. He can mentor that. Don't poo-poo on that. That's what I'm going to ask you. We say that all the time. Automatically, if you look at the chat right now, I don't even have to look at it. I guarantee you somebody's like, oh, yeah, he can mentor uh, Aiden Hutchinson or he can mentor uh, Jalen Carter. He can mentor uh, whoever, Josh Pascal. Do guys want to play or do guys want to play teach. that role of leader and teach uh, guys, uh, you know, uh, continue on their craft, like really be a true leader. I think that's what the Lions hoped Michael Brockers would be. Uh, a he little wasn't bit. that old, though. But like, he's yeah, still he's a third. He was still older than anybody else on the team yeah, by, that, by almost a decade. True, <laughs> but, they, but you, at thirty years old, yeah. you still expect you still expect a but high you level. Get, you get the point. What I'm trying you, to say. Yes, you're gonna listen. Yeah. At the end of the day, like a guy like Calais, yeah. or yes, he wants to he do want, that. That's what. Yeah, yeah of course I, you're gonna listen to him. Does I he want to? Uh, yeah, they will. Uh, he wants to do it. Guys that want to play this long, like you're talking about Calais Campbell's 36. He'll be 37 by the time the season ends, I do believe. You're talking about a guy that's going into year 14 or year 15. He's doing this on purpose. He still enjoys the game. He still loves the game. And he wants to give his knowledge to Aiden Hutchinson. He wants to give his knowledge to Houston. He wants to keep being a, a, a part of this league. He wants to be a very valuable part of this league. And... One thing I look at, when you win the Walter Payton Man of the Year, things like that, you're in the community. You're in the team. You're into the effort. You're into giving and instilling values. That's what Walter Payton Man of the Year do. And I think here's a guy. You see him on commercials giving back to the NFL, NFL 60, NFL Cares, NFL Community. Like He's always about that. I think he's a guy that definitely wants to mentor Ada Hudson, wants to mentor a Pascal, wants to mention a Houston. I definitely think he's a guy that wants to do that. Hey, man, all you got to do is watch what he does. Thank you. How he practices, how he plays. You're going to get in those rooms. You're going to get in the defensive. You're going to get in the edge room. You're going to get in the linebacker room. You're going you're gonna to see this guy, and the coaches are going to say, hey, look, you got to do it. Look, did, did you see what Calais do? Do you see how he does it? Do you see what he does after practice? That's all. Just follow the leader. He doesn't even have to say much. Yeah, you're right. He doesn't have to say much. He just has to be Calais Campbell. Like. One thing is, uh, and I always look at this. When we had, when I got to, uh, when I got to, the big, the first star that I saw in terms of on a football team, in terms of a big name, in terms of that, was Willie McGinnis. Now, I know Willie McGinnis isn't, you know, somebody that's knocking down the Hall of Fame doors. I know he's not somebody that's knocking down the door of 10 Pro Bowls or something like that. Mm -hmm. But you got to think, when I was in high school, Willie McGinnis was winning championships. He was winning Super Bowls. We saw Willie McGinnis for the better part of four or five years with that New England Patriots team. You saw him at the forefront at the end winning championships. So when he first got to the Cleveland Browns, I saw Cameron Wembley, who was our first-round draft pick that year, DN out of Florida State, had 11 and a half sacks as a rookie. I saw him watching Willie, Willie's every movement. I saw him watching Willie watching film. I saw him watching Willie getting in the hot tub before, I mean, the cold tank before practice, getting in the cold tank mm -hmm. after practice, like getting a little treatment on his back. I saw everything that Willie was doing. I started noticing that the younger guys on the team were doing. I started noticing it was like this line of train of, of DNs following Willie McGinnis around because he really knew how to do it. And at the end of the day, what you want, more than a Hall of Fame, more than a Pro Bowl, you want to win a Super Bowl. And Willie had three of those things. And so, yes, they followed him. And and, and moreover than that, yeah, it's great that uh, oh, doesn't have any Super Bowls. Aaron Glenn 
talks about it and has been there. Yeah. It's great that Dan Campbell talks about it and has been there. You're it's not going out for a drink with Dan Campbell. It's great that Deuce Staley, even though he's not here anymore, I'm just yeah. talking about fa- former players, Calvin yeah. Pritchett. It's great that all these former players have been there and done that. But I think it's, and you tell me if I'm wrong, you were there. I think it's even better if you've got a player actively yeah. on the roster. That you, I mean, you look at Michael Jordan, you're not looking at Phil Jackson. You, yeah. you look at Phil Jackson, it's nice. But Michael Jordan tells you to do something, you're going to do it. When I was in New York, when I was in New York, like, hey, look, if if, if Brian Schottenheimer called me to go grab a bite to eat and a drink, I always I, I would I would probably have an excuse. Mm-hmm. Like, if my coach wanted to go out and get a bite, like, eh, mm-hmm. you know, I got this event to do it. Rex would be the only guy on that coaching staff where I'd be like, I'm there. I'd drop it. But the players, if Jason Taylor would have said, hey, Braylon, I got this event, we're going to launch the, the 11th. You had me at Braylon. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ladanian says, hey, Braylon, I want to work out this week. I don't want to work out, mm-hmm. but it's Ladanian Tomlinson, so I'm damn sure going to go run a hill until I pass out. It's Ladanian Tomlinson. Guys like that, you may not want to do it, but you're always going to go out there, and you're going to listen to what they have to say. So I just think in those terms, you got some great coaches, but there's nothing like having players that are great players that you still can say, I would like to go and learn a little bit. No doubt about yeah. it. Uh, guys, I want to play this audio for you. It's from Brad Holmes. Where is it from, Maz? Uh, Lions.com. Lions.com. Um, I, I think this is interesting. He talks about the courtship uh, of C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Didn't even think it was a possibility to eh, maybe to holy, holy Toledo. Uh, we can get this guy. Here's Brad Johnson. Uh, Brad, uh, excuse me. Holmes. Brad Holmes, uh, not Brad Johnson. He won the Super Bowl with the Bucks. He did. Big bad, big bad Brad. <laughs> Brad Holmes talking about uh, his courtship of C.J. Gardner-Johnson. You know, we, we invested in Tracy, and he's going to come back from his injury, and we, we fully, he's on track. We fully expect Tracy to be back, and, and, and Kirby showed a lot of promise last year. So it's not like we were kind of, like, eager to acquire another, like, starting level, high-level safety. But, you know, with the position flexibility that he has of to play safety, to play nickel, and um, the way it all kind of went down is I just, when I saw the grades and the ball production and all that, it's like, okay, this guy is probably getting top top safety money, and uh, we're just not going to be in that market. And so as kind of probably midway through the week, I just kept following up with this agent. And um, I, every, like my, my rides home, usually that's a, my decompression uh, space, but I just kept calling Kevin, just kind of just checking in and saying, hey, man, what's going on? And uh, that just kept escalating, escalating. And then it escalated all the way up until, I want to say like uh, Friday, we had a good conversation. And then Saturday, we followed up again, just internally as a group. And then even Sunday morning when it, you know, it was just another one of those routine calls and it just happened to escalate. So, you know, we kind of got in a position where we could get it done. Calling him on the way home from the office every day. Yeah. You know, it was really, really well done. Uh, Brad Holmes talking about that on Lions.com. I, again, it, this is the right guy for the right job at the right time. Brad Holmes absolutely hit a home run this offseason to me already, and we haven't even had the draft yet. And it shows whether you're an NFL general manager, uh, a car salesman, a TV executive, uh, a janitor, relationships, man. It's all about relationships. Even when he thought he had no shot at C.J. Gardner-Johnson, he was just talking to the agent. 
lobbing phone calls off to his agent talking about life talking about the game talking about whatever yeah uh, stay in top of mind stay in top of mind staying in touch relationships 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 and this guy gets it 100% and you can tell that uh that TJ Gardner Johnson as well as his agent Kevin you can tell that they know that Brad Holmes is an authentic individual. They know that Brad Holmes is going to – he's producing a situation with Brad and Dan Campbell that's going to be a really good situation. It wasn't authentic. Wanted to get him in there, and it does happen. The biggest thing that I paid attention to was not going to be in that market. Like, will this be Brad Holmes forever? Like, not going to be in that market? And what I mean by that, very smart, very frugal with the money as it relates to building a situation. Will this be Brad Holmes like, will this be his position forever? No. Or just right in this initial situation, we don't have money to waste? That. Okay. That. I, I love it. I, I, I think, think he's building first. Absolutely. Gotcha. I think gotcha. Brad Holmes, uh, even last year, didn't even spend any money because he's no, he like, didn't. I got to see what we got. You know, every year he has um, he has been able to adapt yeah. to the team and the year he believes he can have. And this year, they believe they can at least, at the bare minimum, be division champions. And I just... I think he's doing it the right way. Now, will there come a year where he's like, there's one guy yeah. that puts us over the top. We're going to go spend all kinds of money and go get that guy. Yes. Uh, hopefully that year happens really soon. But I, I feel like when I was in the NFL, they used to have these, they used to give, uh, they used to offer these packages where you could go to Wharton Business School. Like if you applied and, you know, they, they chose you out of however many people apply at Wharton. There's a couple other programs and things that they had. If Brad Holmes taught a class on literary, like, uh, like finance, like he taught a class on finance, mm. I would definitely be a class I didn't attend. And the reason why is he's showing you don't spend all that you have. Don't be spend beyond your means. Stay, wait, be patient, be methodical, be with frugal, and then you'll have the money that you need when you need it to spend when you want to. He's literally teaching a master class on how to how to use money as an as an NFL or professional GM. This how guy, do not? this guy in his first uh, three years here in Detroit, he's got monster numbers. I'll compare him to. I'm not gonna say Shohei Otani, but I'll say. A hell of a hitter, Freddie Freeman. He's had three oh, unbelievably great years here in Detroit. Mm -hmm. He has built them from the crap that was left by Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn to a team that we all believe is going to win the NFC North this season and compete for a Super Bowl. Hell, he had him compete for a Super Bowl last year. He's done everything right mm -hmm. between the guys he's hired and the people he's brought in. Well done. This could have been like a 10-year rebuild after those idiots left here. People they like, left a disaster here. Oh, man. Like, disaster. De absolute disaster. Like, Brad Holmes. I <laughs> Brad Holmes is special. Like, I, I saw Rick Ross. Rick Ross is a rapper. I love Rick Ross. Bro. Like, it was my, it's my dude. Rick Ross. Rose. They say it's my beard. My, I had my beard before Rick Ross. But anyway, where Rick Ross, he was talking about he loves when guys come up to him now and they see him in the Rolls Royce. Or they see him, you know, like, you know, album covers, album sales. They see his house. They see him going viral. And they're like, oh, man, I see the vision. Where were you back then when I had the vision? You didn't want to support me. Where were you then? That's Brad Holmes. We laughed at Brad Holmes when 313 and 1, mm -hmm. bringing everybody Run back. back. Run it back. We laughed at him. We said, Brad Holmes ain't going to make it. Dan Campbell isn't going to make it. Look at where they are three years later. 
They had the vision back then, and I was like, I don't see it. They won't be here. And now we see the vision. It's too late. They already had it. They so, said it was a three-year deal. Told here, us that. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> told us that they wanted to have a chance to win the division championship in year three and here we are knocking on the door uh guys uh, Braylon alluded to it in the uh last segment that's mike tannenbaum uh in that mock draft that has hendon hooker number five who the detroit lions get where do they get jalen carter we'll have that for you coming up next but first a message from the folding warehouse oh i get my folding pin out here i got it back the Foley Warehouse down in Hamtramck, Michigan. It is uh, as much fun as you could have indoors uh, at bowling. Bowling and, of course, football. Unbelievable. My two favorite sports. And they uh, just one game for you guys. $12 unlimited open play. $12? Yes, or a private lane reservation. You got it. For 10 people or 12 people on a lane, 120 bucks. And it's two hours of fun for you guys. So get on that right now. And of course, you can have the, any drink you want because they have multiple full bars and over a hundred beers on that beer menu. Plus the two dollar mystery beer machine. Mm, get your full on at foldingwarehouse.com. .com. .com. It's a great day to get some Centron in your life. Ah, okay, okay, okay. There it is. There it is. Centron. Here we go. Gotta grab the cranberry. Oh wait. It's two for four. Got double up with the classic as well. Centron World, baby. Centron, available at select Kroger's. And if you want to know how, go to at CentronWorld.com. You get dope like me. You know what? Why wait? <sighs> Great taste, guaranteed. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. You're about to be shell-shocked. The catch of the day is in. Big Boy Seafood Fest is officially back. Join us for some of your favorites, like our popcorn shrimp and pike perch platters, and our classic fish and chips. This year, we've reeled in some fresh catches like our shrimp alfredo, shrimp stir-fry, and our fish sandwich. And especially, don't forget about our all-you-can-eat Friday night fish fry buffet. Every day is a fish fry at Big Boy. We are the network for Detroit. By Detroiters. Welcome to the Woodward Sports Network. 
now is the best time to join Planet Fitness. The gym that has always been known for being clean is now cleaner than ever. With tons of equipment, a full body workout, and the 30 minute circuit, and all memberships include fitness training. But the best part about all this, you get it all just for $10 a month. Only $10? Yes, only $10 a month. Your fitness is essential and a key part of your physical and mental well-being. So join Planet Fitness in Club today, or as always, check them out online at planetfitness.com. .com. Hey, welcome back on a Tuesday. Uh, when I get to this, uh, so much made of Jalen Carter, and, and even with the Calais Campbell, you know, we're, we're talking about how great it would be if Calais Campbell would be a member of the Detroit Lions to mentor and show the way to Jalen Carter. Well, the Lions are, in fact, this from Pride of Detroit on Twitter, the Lions will reportedly host defensive tackle Jalen Carter on a pre-draft visit. Um... And I think it's important to do your due diligence, right? I mean, th this is absolutely the right move to at least take a look at it. It would be probably uh, malfeasance to not look at this, uh, who many people believe is the number one player in the draft. But at the same time, uh, there's a lot there. Yeah, at the end of the day, you know what this reminds me of? And I saw... Uh I've been watching so many podcasts lately, man. I was watching uh, John Sally. John Sally is one of my favorite people. Uh, I used to shovel the snow for God, for God's sakes. When in '96, the Orlando Magic didn't want to match the deal that the Los Angeles Lakers made to John Sally. One of the things that they had in place before even bringing John Sally was, I mean, uh, bringing in uh, Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, the Los Angeles Lakers bringing Shaquille O'Neal was bringing in somebody that can be a professional, mm -hmm. bringing in somebody that could work with Shaq. Talk to Shaq. Keep, keep Shaq out of trouble. That's what John Sally basically said on his podcast. Shaq even admits it. Hey, John was the, was the big guy. Been there. Won championships. He was there. Showed me the way. Helped me get stay out of trouble. You know. That's Shaq. Same thing. You do your due diligence. They wouldn't do their diligence with John Sally first. They bring in Tree Shaq. Tree Rollins, I thought that. Tree Rollins. <laughs> That's what they thought. But you did, you did your due diligence. You bring in John Sally. John Sally is a cool guy. Works for Shaq. Kicks a kill. Now you see it in a kind of a similar situation. Now they talk about Calais Campbell here with the Detroit Lions. They're talking about potentially being interested in him. Bringing him in in your 36. Now they're also bringing in Jalen Carter because it would be dumb not to. So now you bring in Jalen Carter, but you have Calais Campbell. You pair those guys together together and you don't necessarily have to worry as much about is this guy going to be a bust for you mentally at that position I just don't think he's going to slip as bad as a lot of people think he's going to slip uh, I just don't see it How he's not going to get by six well there's no way if you believe what Mike Tannenbaum has to say now this is one of those things okay look we have all these nice shiny mock drafts NFL Network Pelissero Rappaport uh, you've got Kuiper and McShay uh, people everybody every network you have does a mock draft and then draft night comes and the Oakland Raiders are selecting uh, Cleveland Farrell right. and you're like what you know um, it, Mike Solomon T Thomas, the freak, freaking yeah. Stanford. It went number two overall to the 49ers. Mike Tannenbaum had my Cleveland Farrell moment. And we saw it a minute ago. Top five. Bryce Young, number one. C.J. Stroud, number two. Arizona selects Will Anderson, Jr. Colts go with Will Levis. And the Seattle Seahawks select Hendon Hooker at number five. Uh, he says, this might raise some eyebrows, but hear me out. I think Hooker is a really underscouted player right now, largely because he's coming off the torn ACL in his left knee. 
I love his strong arm, 6'3 frame. Before the injury, Hooker looked great for the Vols. He led the nation in yards per attempt, threw two interceptions over 11 starts, and was a top 10 passer in terms of completion percentage, nearly 70%. I see a potential franchise quarterback and someone who can lead an offense. Go watch his performance against Alabama if you disagree. The Seahawks recently signed Geno Smith. He'll be 33 this season, and Hooker will get time to develop. Yeah, 100%. It's hard to argue, man. Like, do you think you can get him somewhere else? There's no way in hell Hendon Hooker's going five. No way in hell. The only way he goes above Anthony Richardson is if people just don't think Richardson is the guy. And Levis ain't going before either one of them. I don't doubt that, to be honest with you. I don't doubt that. Here's the thing. Why do every year we watch the draft, we sit back as as couch analysts and say, this will never happen, that will never happen, this will never happen, and it happens. Mm -hmm. Like last year, Malik Willis, and this isn't anything against you guys, Malik Willis was in the top 10 for the better part of the whole January Mm -hmm. to March deal. He was in Mel Kuyper's last top 20. He was 20th. He Mm -hmm. was 20 in Mel's last pick. He was swinging the last pick. Like, sometimes these things, it, they just don't play out. I think as you look at the board for a situation like a Hendon Hooker, how will it play out? Well, last year, up until the Georgia game, everybody had Hendon Hooker as number one quarterback in the country. Everybody had Hendon Hooker as the quarterback that had ascended, taken over the highs and run. He's having to run like no other. He beat Alabama and Tuscaloosa. Like, he's, he's doing all this. Everyone saw that, but then all of a sudden he tears his ACL. And now all of a sudden you forgot how good he was in, in the toughest conference in football. You forgot how great he was with his efficiency. You forgot how big his arm was. You forgot how he led that offense from Josh Heupel, which is a current style NFL pro-style offense. You forget all of that, and you want to give a guy a chance in Richardson who there's so many concerns about. There's so many questions about. But it's always, well, he didn't have that much talent. Mm-hmm. And when you bring him in here, he'll be able to explode. It'll be good. If Hendon Hooker went first over, not first, hell no. I'm fifth. Drinking the wrong thing over here. If he went fifth overall, I could understand it from that point of view. When you sit back and did your due diligence, you're like, okay, he was injured at quarterback. Hendon Hooker wasn't running 4-3 as a quarterback anyway. So an ACL injury for a Hendon Hooker is not that bad of a situation. I saw Carson Palmer yeah. tear his ACL and come back better. He's got he's got Richardson going 11. So that's what I want. Can I pick up on that point Please. for a minute? Because if Anthony Richardson and Jalen Carter are on the board that's for the our Lions, dreams. that's what yeah. are on the board for the Lions, and the Detroit Lions don't take either player. He's got Tyree Wilson. Uh, that, and that's just it. Tyree Wilson to the Lions. The Lions allowed the second most yards per pass last season, ranked 20th in sacks. They added Cam Sutton, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, and Emmanuel Mosley through free agency. And I thought about adding another defensive back here, but Wilson had an outstanding career at Texas Tech after transferring from A&M. Logged 14 sacks the past two seasons. He's long and plays heavy. Uh, Wilson, paired with Aiden Hutchinson, provides Detroit an outstanding duo of pass rushers for the next decade. So under this scenario, he has, Maz, the Lions passing on Jalen Carter and Anthony Richardson at six. Yeah, that's to me. Who does that? I I think that's crazy. And I like Mike Tannenbaum as a general manager. He's got inside information that, of course, I don't have. None of us have. And we are couch GMs, like you called us, Braylon. Well, but me, I don't, me, I, me too. I just don't see in any scenario that Richardson is dropping to 11th and that we're taking Tyree Wilson over Carter or Richardson. 
I can see Richardson dropping. I mean, at the end of the day, I go back to what happened with Malik Willis last year. Look, the fear of the unknown is a real thing. All these people can tell you all this good stuff, and it comes off from analysts, but analysts, they're not on the clock. Analysts do not have to entrust their their their, their franchise to an individual with so many questions. So it sounds good during the combine. It sounds good during senior bowl. Sounds good until you're really on that clock. As an individual representing the better part of $4.5 billion and representing the future and what this is going to do, I can see teams getting cold feet, and I can see why he says that. Now, with the Jalen Carter situation, him slipping and not even getting to the Lions, I know Mike Tannenbaum. I love Mike Tannenbaum. Mike Tannenbaum, now, when it comes to breaking down information, as sharp as they come. When it comes to being GM, sometimes you make the safe decision. Sometimes you make that decision that we don't want the Detroit Lions to make right now. He looks at it as a situation from the incident, car situation, where is he in terms of when he's not at the facility, where is his mindset as it relates to what happened with that situation, what is his mindset considering he was nine pounds away his pro day and couldn't finish. Mike Tannenbaum is passing on Jalen Carter because of those intangibles. And for that, I understand. He has the I Lions. I still wouldn't, but I understand. Mike Tannenbaum has the Lions passing on Jalen Carter once, but not twice. At number 18, Ooh. he's got Jalen Carter slipping all the way down wow. to the Detroit Lions with the 18th pick. Jalen Carter to the Detroit Lions. Here's the write-up. Detroit performed poorly in a number of defensive categories last year, including bottom three figures in passing yards against uh, per attempt. Rushing yards against per attempt. An opponent third down conversion rate. I got the Lions in edge rusher earlier on, but now I'm not done building that defensive line. A team with multiple first round picks can take a calculated risk here. Carter is just that. Pleaded no contest to misdemeanor charges of reckless driving and racing after an arrest during combine week. He appeared out of shape at his pro day in mid-March, but despite just six sacks in the past two seasons, his talent is on another other level and this could end up being a great pick at number 18 Jalen Carter at 18 let me say what I should just let you Je- finish before I did my, yeah. my analysis hey, that's exactly hey, what happened bring Jeff Iafredi back in here because I'm going to have Jeff say this the following Jeff if I have Jeff I would say I'll shave my head again if Jalen Carter yeah. gets past the Bears at nine there's no freaking way that kid has fallen out of the top 10 no way yeah, I mean, I, I go back to what I say. At the end of the day, I see it. When you're talking about being responsible for a franchise, these franchises on average are worth $4 billion or more. I mean, we're talking about the freaking commanders got valued at $6 billion, right? Just under $6 billion. So when you're looking at it from that standpoint, you're seeing all the uncertainties of these things happening. Like, something like this hasn't happened in a very long time. Like, this is something that would happen in the 90s. This is something that happened in 2000, and you're trying to figure it out. Things like this don't happen with these guys. So I'm just... From that standpoint, you got to be careful. And I can see a lot of guys getting nervous. And then I can understand what he says in that second part. If the Lions get two cracks out of A, you swing for the fences at 18 and miss, who cares? You still had somebody that, at, uh, at six that worked out, that worked out well for him. People forget you even had two first-round picks. So I can see why he has them at 18. But it's it's a real deal. You're talking about death. You're talking high-speed chases. You're talking about people saying characteristic issues. Now, if Tommy Shea was alluding to something else that we don't know about, that's another thing that comes out. So I can see the slippage happening. People are getting scared. People are looking like, hey, you were part of something. I don't know if I want to support Where's that. Where's Bijan? 19. 
Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> Nineteen to Tampa. I'll oh, get to come this. On. I'll get to this next. But I do want to. I wanted. I, I do want to ask I told you guys. He wasn't always do, the best GM. Do you believe that Jalen Carter will slip to eighteen? I will tell you why it's a strong possibility. We'll do it next. But first, a message from Les Stanford Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC. That's right, Les Stanford, a trusted name for over fifty-five years. Les Stanford has expanded into Ferndale with a Buick GMC brands. Same great service that customers have come to know. You can go check them out on Woodward, just south of Nine Mile. Of course, looking for a Chevy or Cadillac, head on into Les Stanford in Dearborn on Michigan Avenue. You can find the brand you want under one umbrella, lesstanford.com, lesstanford.com. Find new roads. Find them. Saturdays at 1 p.m. Make sure you're watching WoodwardSports.com for our new show. Chomping Puck. He shoots! He scores! With four-time Stanley Cup champion Darren McCarty and Michael Gentry. Chomping Puck is taking the Detroit hockey community and giving them a voice. Pros to Joes. You'll get the best Detroit hockey coverage around. Chomping Puck. Saturdays 1 p.m. on WoodwardSports.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. At work and at home. We're there with smarter security solutions. Featuring complete automation with customized alerts and more. For over 90 years, we've been the company that's been counted on to protect what matters most, all with personalized service and care. Right now, for a limited time, receive a free video device plus free installation with a new home system. Guardian Alarm. We protect Michigan. The only sports network in Detroit that starts with a W. You know, because we win. Woodward Sports, Detroit's winning sports network. As for Alta, at Alta, Uptime Matters. Alta Equipment has everything you need to get the job done. If you have a big project coming up, give Alta Rental a call. Do it today, 844-GO-TO-ALTA. That's 844-GO, the number two, Alta. Oh, welcome back to the second hour of Monty Edwards and Maz. Uh, I can't I can't believe you guys didn't hear this, man. So I'm watching the uh, you know pressers come out from the uh, coaches, uh, the coaches meetings down there in Florida, and also just like a couple coaches being on the hot seat. Coaches get interviewed. Dan Campbell, obviously he's not on the hot seat. He's doing good, so his interviews are well. Bill Belichick is a guy that's been on the hot seat recently. Maz, we've talked about Belichick, oh, yeah. and I saw this picture. This is our boy Dove Kleiman. 
This is this is Bill yesterday. I think it looks good. And the and the coach's photo picture, by the way, I cropped it out. Actually, Dan Campbell was like literally two people next to uh, Kevin O'Connor. But I've never seen Bill like he looks awkward. Like he looks awkward. He got the shorts on. They're kind of short. And he's like they got the squinched up face. He didn't wear the hat. They got him in the sun. Soon as I saw this, I was expecting some gold, some gem for him at the NFL coaches meetings, and that didn't let me down. Today they asked him, say, hey. You know, in the last three years, you haven't had success uh, since Tom Brady has left. Uh, you made to the playoff once. You were blown out by the Buffalo Bills. What optimism do fans have going into the 2023 season? He paused for about seven seconds, and he says, the, the last 25 years. He revert. That was his answer. He reverts to the past 25 years. The guy that never likes to talk about the past, the guy that tells his players, don't talk about Pro Bowls, don't talk about All Pros, don't talk about Super Bowl, check your ego at the door. Don't talk about They can't even wear T-shirts after mm. they win the Super Bowl in the building. I've seen him cut multiple teammates of mine, like friends of mine, cut them because what have you done for me lately? Y'all, you didn't do what you did last year. We won't pay you because we don't believe in the long run. He let Tom Brady walk out the door because he didn't believe in the long run run and now all of a sudden he wants to talk about 25 years ago now all of a sudden you want to talk about all the super bowl wins that you've done man just like wow. Jan just like janice said in the 80s what have you done for me lately <laughs> oh man Bill i just Belichick. can't believe it. like but this That's is why he needs to get lamar but this is but this is the beginning of the end but like this is really the end oh, this is the end of this the is end. you're right this is the end of the end for yeah. bill Belichick. we talked about like when bill starts to do things that he has preached for years not to do when he wants to live in the past when he wants to reflect on the past you know what's up it's over man just can't don't count him out man it's 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 over i wouldn't count him out it's it's over you know bart scott said this all afc east teams they, they they hit the end mark when joe namath it was over dan marino it was over jim kelly it was over and now tom brady it's over it's okay. Uh, <laughs> it's over. Very funny. Uh, very astute observation on your part, too. Solo uh, shorts, man. Mr. Braylon Edwards. I, w I wanted to get to this. Uh, you talk about uh, Jeff Iafrady on the morning show saying he'd shave his head again if Jalen Carter fell to 18. Maz, you said you'd shave no, your I head. No, I didn't say that. No, I didn't say that. No. No, I didn't say anything oh, yeah, about no, that. Okay. That's why I used Jeff. Oh, I'm like, okay, bring just, Jeff back okay, and second. let him say that. Uh, um, I would not be shocked if Jalen Carter slid to 18. And I'll tell you why. Okay. You Because you just took some quaaludes? No. <laughs> and hear me out on this. Lemons. Hear me out on this. If you're an NFL general manager, there's one thing you cannot do. Otherwise, you get fired. You know what that is? Draft a criminal? Miss on first-round picks. If you miss... On first round picks, you get fired. That's just. You're fired! Thank you, Vince. That's just the way it is. If you miss on consecutive first round picks, well, then you're definitely out. You won't get a job again yes, if you miss consecutive. Exactly. If you yeah. miss consecutively, you get that affects job. your second job. Yeah. Uh, but if you miss out on a first round pick, you're definitely going to get fired, no. most likely. It's going to take a team that has two first round picks mm. to take Jalen Carter. Mm. Jalen Carter is going to be picked by a team with two first-round picks. And there are four teams with two first-round picks. Seattle, Houston, Detroit, and Philadelphia. You look at Seattle. Are they taking them at five? I don't know. Probably not. Why not? Well, maybe they take a quarterback there. Or 
Tyree Wilson. Potentially, he could get take, taken to five, but he's not lasting until well, 20. Well, Tana Bob's got him taking Hooker. Right. Uh, but he's not lasting until 20. Is Houston taking him at two? No. They're going to take their quarterback, C.J. Stroud, at two. Then you know what they're going to do at 12? They're going to come back and get a wide receiver yeah. for their quarterback that they just got. So Houston's probably out. You look at Detroit. Detroit at six. Are they going to take Jalen Carter at six? I hope. We hope. Uh, if they don't, they wait till 18. But if Jalen Carter doesn't get picked 10th to Philadelphia, he's going to wait till 18. Yeah. If Jalen Carter does not get picked 10th to Philadelphia, he will slide to 18. Okay, tell me who's picking 11 through 18. All right, 11, Tennessee. Why? They just got rid of half their team. Well, they uh, select Anthony Richardson there. The only player you can miss on is a quarterback, by yeah. the way. He's not uh, um, And I'll tell you, I think. by the way, I think Anthony Richardson is going to get taken by a team with two first-round picks as well. Just saying. Uh, whether that's Seattle or uh, Detroit or somebody. Matt, Maz, what makes you so sure Anthony Richardson won't be there at 10, 11, Because he's going top three. But you thought that about someone last year. No, I didn't say that. You, I said I want to take Malik Willis. You, Everyone says I said take him at three. I never said take that. him at two. I never said I never that. Said take but you him thought at Malik two. would be off I the board. I said take him in the first round. But you thought he'd be off the board. What, okay, all right. Well, that isn't Anthony Richardson is ain't Malik Willis. I, well, I know that. I'm not asking you that, but I'm just saying like last year you thought a similar thing. I'm just asking you what makes you so sure that he'll be on the board? Like I he just, won't make it past. I just don't think he. I, I don't see it. Yeah. What he did in the combine alone. He earned himself a top five. Yeah, if he's playing wide receiver. Okay, we'll see. You know, if you're Chicago at nine, you keep mentioning Chicago at nine. I just I don't know if that new general manager could avoid uh, a, a swing and miss. If Jalen Carter doesn't work out, you have insulated yourself with your other first round pick. The the problem is because the problem is it's no hearsay with Jalen Carter. Mm. If you're draft like if you're in the top ten, if you're a top ten picks and you're a GM. And you, you know, it's hearsay. Like oh, we've heard some rumblings about his characteristics, or you know, we heard that you know he was clocked going this. A bunch of I heards, or that I heard this, or this. That's one thing. And then when you don't pick that guy up, I mean, when you draft that guy, well, I can understand why you drafted because it was a lot of hearsay. It was a lot of rumor mill stuff. It wasn't necessarily a lot of validity to it. But when you see Jalen Carter basically have no air, no wind, gasping for breath, trying to finish out his workout that he definitely knew he had, when you hear the incident come out and you hear the racing and he left the scene of crime and somebody died the scene of crime and then he comes back, then you see that he was speeding, he was going 95 and a 40, you know, uh, months before that. Well, these are things that really came out. These were things that people really saw. These were things that your fan base knew that you knew before you drafted him. So if the fan base sees that, then you draft that guy, and it doesn't work out, that's what Ryan Amani is saying. Like, now you're like, we got to get this guy out of here because you knew that happened, and you still ignored it, still drafted him, and it happened to play it out like that. So right. I can see exactly what Who's you're saying. Who's at 12? 12. Uh, so Anthony Richardson to the Tennessee Titans because they say Malik Willis isn't it and Ryan Tannehill's Wait, 35 years you're old. Reading, you're reading Tannenbaum, Yeah, right? I'm just saying. Just give okay. me the who, who's picking. Houston, Houston picks Quinton Johnson. Go ahead. 13. 
Paris Johnson Jr., the offensive tackle from Ohio State. To the Jets. To the Jets. Okay, so the Jets aren't going to take him. The Patriots take Darnell Wright, offensive tackle, Tennessee. So the Patriots aren't going to take him. The Green Bay Packers, uh, offensive tackle run. So the Uh, Packers aren't going to take him. Offensive tackle from Ohio State to the Packers. Uh Washington uh, selects Dalton Kincaid, tight end from Utah. So the Commanders are going to pass on him. Okay. Uh, 17 is the Pittsburgh Steelers, Devin Witherspoon, corner from. So they're going to take a corner over him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, replacing Emmanuel. Um, Everybody you just named, like they have quarterbacks, man. He Cam just drafted Kenny, Ma- Kenny Pickett last week. No, I'm yeah. talking about Jalen. Oh, Jalen Carter. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have all those teams. Those those teams are all needy, mm-hmm. and they're gonna pass on Jalen Carter. That's are they needy and a potential criminal? Like I'm not saying he's a criminal. He's not. I st- I have been on the Jalen. You're the guy that defends people. Exactly. But I'm I'm defending him too. But I'm playing devil's advocate because I played in that world. I know how those guys think. I know how those GMs think. I know how those owners are on that pressure. So I know that side of it. I'm not saying it from logical individuals like us. They're like, we know we need Jalen Carter. We know he makes the most sense. I still sick Jalen Carter at six. But I'm just saying when you're looking at those franchises, they're like, the potential criminal thing is like it's a big thing. Like it's a real thing for these GMs and these owners. It's like I don't want to be in that position. It's easy to say take Jalen Carter, but when, when it you comes, when it's not you, when, when it's on your when your job is on the line, are you taking a player that you are yeah. not sure you can count on? And that is why I believe that Jalen Carter is going to be taken by a team with two first round picks in this draft and that is seattle houston detroit and philadelphia and you can almost wipe out houston you can wipe out houston because they're going to go in my opinion quarterback wide receiver as a gm two and 12 as a gm and as a first round draft pick there there is one word that you don't want to be synonymous with your name and it goes for the gm and it goes for the players well you don't want to be a bust you don't want to be a bust because players that get labeled as bust guess what those gms that hired them that uh drafted them they are no longer employed by the NFL. And a bust pick isn't a missed pick. If you get dra- if you get labeled as drafting a bust, you're gonna get in drop again. No doubt. Are you are you you're the guy that compares <laughs> Jalen to Warren Sapp. Warren Sapp got crapped on in his in his draft. Maz, you don't and know. He's in the Hall of Fame. But Maz, you 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 failed to decipher me and what I would do versus me giving you how those GMs and the front offices think. Me as Braylon Edwards, I'm drafting Jalen Carter because I would have drafted Warren Sapp. And you see what happened with Warren Sapp. Warren Sapp was the best defensive tackles of all time. Arguably the best defense of all time. Baltimore Ravens, but here's the second. So I would draft him. But from the front office position, you really got to think about the, the traits and the trends that you've seen. If this is something that's going to be a consistent behavior, then it's showing you the direction in which he's going in like this is the motor city you know you're gonna be racing cars and doing all that kind of stuff and next time it won't be your boy to die it'll be you so i can see the hesitancy if you're a front office position to how they do it i still would drive Jalen Carter. don't you think these teams are all going to talk to him like we all said the lions are going to fly him in and yeah. talk to him on a pre-draft yeah uh, yeah that's why Khalil- don't you think every team's going to do that and don't you think they're going to say hey you can't be doing the crap that you just did and what's he going to say yeah, but, I'm not going to do it. But, I'll never but, do that but, again. But 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 John Morant was seen with guns four times before the Memphis Grizzlies finally said enough is enough. We got to come up with a situation. John Morant, don't you think? Uh, and this is what we said. Well, don't you think a player would say to him, "You're about to waste 230 million, or you're about to blow this deal and blow that"? Guess what? Didn't matter. Yeah. He did it anyway. 
guys, lots more to get to, including Braylon's new best friend that I did not get to <laughs> yesterday. I want to get to that next, and then we'll go around the NFL. Lots more to get to today. Great story with Braylon Edwards and one of the greats of all time. But first, a message from Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men. Come to Lady Jane's for an award-winning haircut experience and register yes. for a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to win a down payment for your dream home up to $200,000. Lady Jane's open seven days a week. You can walk in anytime. It's wicked awesome. Hi, I'm Dr. Jason Olifson, DC, the founder of the Custom Health Centers, and we've helped thousands of people learn how easy it is to lose weight and keep it off with our customized weight loss and body contouring programs. This Custom Health, uh, you don't feel hungry, you uh, eat well. My name is uh, Simeon Timbuk, and I've lost 71 pounds on the program. Call us at 844-789-THIN or visit customhealthcenters.com for a free consultation and get started for as little as $5 a day. Three NBA championships. Detroit fans were there. 11 Stanley Cups. Detroit fans were there. Four World Series wins. Detroit fans were there. And uh, that one Lions playoff win in 1991. Yeah, Detroit fans were there. Woodward Sports, where the fans are. Hey, the Detroit Lions, before we get to Braylon's uh, new best friend, the Detroit Lions uh, will have another joint practice uh, this preseason. Detroit Lions coach Dan Campbell said his team will have joint practices against the Giants in week one of the preseason this summer. Uh, Lions and Giants, uh, Ralph uh, Vacac- uh, Vacchiano. Uh, Vacchiano, thank you. Ralph Vacchiano. Uh, believes we'll play in week one of the preseason. Makes sense. Yes, that does. Same, just like what they did last year with the Colts. Yes, exactly. And the Colts were, you know, when the, when we watched Hard Knocks and we were oh, the Lions are beating the Colts. Yeah. We thought the Colts were going to be division winners. Little did we know. Yeah. It just goes to show you each and every year there is a new, it's a new year. Yep. The Colts were a bad football team. What did Dan Campbell tell Frank Reich? Hey, let's do this again next year. Frank's like, yep, I'm in. Let's do it. No, thank you. Going to have to go to Carolina. (laughs) Got to go to Carolina. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, All right, Braylon Edwards, break this down for us. Uh, Tell us about uh, your run-in with greatness here. You've had many of them. Oh, man, you know, it's crazy. I'm just supporting uh, Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders is on Instagram. I mean, Deion's everywhere. Primetime's everywhere. Coach Prime is. He's on Instagram. He's on TikTok. He's on uh, Twitter, Facebook. You know, he's on uh, Amazon Prime. He's everywhere. So he was talking. He was just talking about players having to earn their number. Even if you wear a number now, coming to next year, every number is up. It's like on the block. Basically, you got to earn it. Like, if somebody's earned it, they become a starting wide receiver, and you ran five and you aren't doing anything, get get your number. And I just told him, I said the same thing happened to me and Lloyd. Like, I go, I, went, I came to Michigan. I wanted one. My dad talked about one, and Lloyd said I, I wasn't worthy enough. So, I got, you know, I wasn't – I hadn't earned it. So, I had to earn the number. So, I had to earn the one. Do we, have, sorry, do we have that sound? Dude, you said what? We, we do. We, can I play the oh, yeah, song for ahead, you? And then, and then and then we'll uh, pick I it up I tell the story based yeah, on yeah. I piggyback. Deion Sanders. Decision to have the kids earn their jersey numbers. Yeah. Is there a story behind that? And what no. are you hoping that creates? I'm old school. Um, anybody here over, over 45? Didn't we have to earn every darn thing we got? Ain't nobody gave us nothing. So this whole new thing. First of all, 
we got this new thing now in college football about double numbers. We didn't, we had, we didn't have – if somebody gave you a double number in college, that assured that you weren't going to play. <laughs> that, that's, that's how it was, wasn't it? Now it's, it's like normal. And you got to earn stuff. Ain't nobody giving you nothing. We got kids, they play the snap, you know, and you want to be one? One? You know what number one meant back in the day for us? That you were that one. Now you got number one getting a frame toe out of him out there on the field. Like, come on, you got to be crazy. Now it's a fight in the stands because the mama's wearing number one and her son, her baby's getting murdered out there. You know, it's just a new day. Single digits was something you you had to be him. You had to be him. Now you got linemen one zeros and threes. Okay, if I give a lineman that number, the DB or the receiver or the running back can't take that big number. So now I got a deficit of numbers. So all this stuff is. Yeah, and that's real. And that's kind of how I looked at it is, you know, I wanted to wear a one. Lloyd didn't want to give me none, but nobody was wearing one. I went out there my freshman year, said I didn't deserve it again. Came back my sophomore year already, and I made the uh, first team Big Ten, whatever. But I had to earn it. Right. But it gave me that driving force, though. It was like me being mad at Lloyd was my driving force. I was like, the hell with him. I'm going to show him that you got to earn it. And you know what? I'm going to go earn it. And I tweeted that, that I told that story, and then Prime tweeted me back. And I just was excited. You know, it's Prime. And then obviously – you know, this is oh yeah, yeah, yeah there it is. Brian, I appreciate the follow. Uh, you're one of the greatest pro athletes of all time to me. Now we get to see how great of a man, mentor, and leader and life coach you are. You keep striding and we will keep supporting and following with love to visit Boulder and then obviously say anytime. Now, when Prime responded, he has somebody that runs his page just like most everybody, but Prime is in charge of his page, unlike most people. So he did DM me and we did talk. So I do plan on going out to Boulder this summer. But it's a real thing, man. You got to earn it. And I've seen it. I've seen it in Ann Arbor, man, for the past five years, man. You just give, the, you just give numbers out. Number one, they like, give it out like nothing. I don't understand how you give number one out like that. First of all, I don't understand how it wasn't retired after Anthony Carter wore it, if we're being honest. But I was able to wear it. David, Car David Terrell was able to wear it, whatever. You got to earn that number. Like, when I saw one on the field... I saw one. I knew that guy was cold. I didn't care what sport it was. I knew that guy was cold. And in football, I'm like, you see one, the quarterback is going to be great, or the wide receiver is going to be great, or the DB wearing it is going to be great. Now linebackers wear it, D linemen wear it. Now in Ann Arbor, you see one, doesn't mean anything to you. They leave. The last three have left. <laughs> the last three have left. Like when you see that one, like <laughs> USC, back in the day, when you saw 55 in USC, you knew that linebacker was going to knock your head Say off. Say out. Like, you knew that linebacker was going to knock your head off Keith Rivers after that. Like, you knew that linebacker was going to knock your head off. What, what's the number at Texas? Was it 60? I think it was 60 back in the day for Texas. Or Oklahoma was 50. Like, it's, you see certain numbers and they mean business. Now when I see number one up there, it's like, it's another, another guy probably left. Another prize probably going to leave. I just, I understand everybody likes the cool numbers. But you got to understand, you got to learn to earn those cool numbers. And no, no doubt. And then he talked about the double numbers. And I, I do hate the double number. Me too. I mean, yeah. will if you even if you look at Michigan, Will Johnson number two, Blake Corum number yeah. two. I hate it. Terrible. Like I, I That's just terrible. Like when you go buy a jersey, you know now I guess you could put the name on yeah. it. But back in the day, you couldn't buy a jersey oh, with the name right. on it. So like. You're like, so you oh, can say it's my jersey yeah, and be like the, the walk over yeah, there and it'd be your jersey. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, who are they? So I don't know, man. I hate the double number. I hate the uh, just like you said, uh, just giving the number.
That's some double numbers I understand because I mean there's only so many numbers. Like right. so many kids. You got a hundred kids on the team. Hundred and twenty two, to be right. honest, but most a lot of those are walk ons and they don't dress on game day. You know, it's right. like eighty three people or eighty three kids. So you need double numbers somehow, but I just I just choose a number that wasn't a double number. Yeah, and it, it is. It does yeah. feel a little bit different now that it, those numbers at certain universities are used as recruiting tools and not the as recruiting chips. Yeah, as not as earned. Are there more kids on a team now than back when you played? Nah, it's the same. One twenty-two. Really? Like one twenty-two, including. Uh, Why could they figure it out back then and they can't figure it out now? Oh, because you couldn't wear certain numbers. Like back right. then, they didn't allow certain numbers to be worn in certain positions. Right. So you could only, you only had one through you know one through ninety nine, and then they were sectioned off. But now they slowly but surely, like you more and more can wear everything. That's why you ask why they lobby for those numbers and the uh, the change in mm-hmm. uh, the rule change. It's because they don't know who the hell is who anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you guys don't like ones and twos and single digits. So I think as more players are starting to be good and they're starting to open up the numbers that you can wear. Players are you got you, linemen, defensive linemen were never trying to wear single digits back right. in the day or teen numbers. Now you got guys that are three three twenty five talking about. Let me get two. Get your fat ass out of here. Get back on the side. Let me, ask you, let me ask you a dumb question, guys. Yeah, why do you have one hundred and twenty two kids on a team? Well, that makes sense. So you know, it's fifty three. And uh, in the NFL, right? 53. 53 yeah. guys that you're going to use. And then eight practice squad guys. So it's 61. And that's an NFL. In college, you need more bodies because you're playing more schedules. Like you play the bodies. And then also with the walk ons, because you allow walk ons, because you're hitting in practice full speed. Like you're, pl- like you're playing this, you're scrimmaging in practice. You're just going to add it. So that's where you let the walk ons come in. So basically, you beat up on the walk ons. But the walk ons, they, they get you ready for those games. Like yeah. the walk, going, against, like the scout going against walk ons and scout team was harder than going against a lot of times the game. Like them guys were good. But you play it that way, you use their bodies. So those, that's what like the 40 people you use are those bodies. I got you. Special teams, offense. That's a lot of defense. bodies, man. A lot of bodies. <laughs> a lot of injuries. No doubt. Not Andrews. Uh, and a lot of chili pepper tanning. Uh, we're going to go around the NFL. We'll do it next. But first, a message from Chili Peppers Tanning. Yes, sir. Your vitamin D headquarters, 27 locations across Metro Detroit. No excuse to not get your looking good for the summer, for the spring right now. Get that tan on and get that vitamin D feeling. Look outside. Ain't no sun here in Michigan. If you join the Pepper Club, they're going to beat all competitors by five bucks on Unlimited tanning, and you get the cleanest salons in the D with the best trained tanning professionals. The hottest bulbs, the hottest deals, the darkest tans, your vitamin D headquarters, chilipepperstanning.com. That guy. I love Woodward Sports. Love wearing clothes. Then you should be wearing Woodward Sports clothes. Check out our full line of merch at woodwardsports.com. Just click on shop. We have all your favorite designs, like Dan Campbell kneecaps, Beverly Hills golf, Woodward golf, and of course, our own logoed out merchandise. Men, women, infants, kids all love Woodward Sports. Impress your friends. Impress your boss. Impress your dog. Buy Woodward Sports merch today. Introducing the Planet Fitness Guide to getting that post-workout glow. Step one, what's your why? More epic energy, better sleep, blow off steam? Step two, join Planet Fitness for just $10 a month and get moving in our clean and spacious clubs. Step three, bask in that post-workout glow. Join Planet Fitness today for just $10 a month. Join today at any of the 50 plus Detroit area locations. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. A ton of fun. A ton of sports. And a ton of man meat. Welcome to the Woodward Heavyweights. Live daily 5 to 7 p.m. on Woodward Sports. <laughs> hey, here we go. hey yo. How's, how you doing, man? You doing? I'm uh, I, I'm uh, sitting next to greatness every day. Same. Braylon Edwards gets to DM with Deion Sanders. Prime time. Nobody, nobody more hot in the sport What's right Deion now. What's Deion coming on? I'm working on that. Oh, right. I'm, 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 I'm working on that. I bet I get him before uh, some other coaches in this area. Hey, <laughs> um, the cool thing about it is I'm actually like watching DJ Tom T as I'm, as I'm doing the show. Shout out to Tom T doing his disco sessions this Tuesday. So let me get back on track, though. Right. It was cool with Dion because I think, you know, I, I think sometimes because we see these people all the time nowadays, you forget well, like they mean to your childhood. Maz reminds us all the time what players mean to him. But when he de- like he when he DM back or when he, he wrote back and he replied, like I went from a forty year old former NFL yeah. player analyst mm-hmm. that actually played against Dion his last year with the Baltimore Ravens to that kid that saw Dion with the one the most infamous posters in child room history where he's him in his Dallas Cowboys uniform, standing on top of the globe, and it says, water covers 75% of Earth. I cover the rest. Hard, <laughs> hardest poster I've ever seen. Unbelievable. Hey, uh, Maz, let's go around the NFL, shall we? Let's do it, man. And uh, you know the Washington Commanders have been up for sale. Dan Snyder and his wife uh, have cleaned out their offices in D.C. or in Virginia, wherever they're located. Uh, they're out the door, man. And you're looking at... A $6 billion offer on the table right now from the Magic Johnson Group. And I know he's a minority partner here, but let's face it. The only name we give a damn about in this is Magic Johnson. $6 billion, Bray. The Josh Harris Mitchell's uh, Rails Group, which now includes, as Matt said, Magic Johnson officially has submitted a fully financed bid that Dan Snyder, that meets Dan Snyder's six billion dollar asking price. You hit the nail on the head. Nobody cares. Nobody knows who Josh Harris is. No, Nobody million, knows who Mitchell Reigns is. Hey, yes. we know you the guys with the money. We yep. know you the guys with the bulk of the money. Magic is the piece. Magic is the individual that has owned part of the Los Angeles Lakers. He's helped Dodgers. run the Los Angeles Lakers. He's been there for all of their success. He started helping run the Dodgers when they won the World uh, World Series. Yeah. He was a part owner of the what Los Angeles. Sold all of his all of his um sold uh, all of his shares of the Lakers to go get the Dodgers. He's a winner. Now, selling Dodgers shares to partner up in this group. When Magic Johnson comes to your team, whether it's as a player, whether it's as a front office guy, with the exception of the president of the uh, Lakers, he comes to win, and I think it's a good move for him. I will say this. uh, I don't think they're going to go for six. I think somebody's going to come in with seven billion, and I think it's Mr. Amazon and his group. I think yeah. I think Washington goes for seven billion. I just want to remind everyone: it's be- just last year, the Broncos went to the Walmart family for four and a half billion dollars. It, it's funny you say that, Matt, too, because uh, and this goes out to JB. There's a new player 
in the bidding, and it's not just the Magic Group. There's a guy, the billionaire from uh, Canada. Uh, what's his name? Apostolopoulos. I think that's how you say his name. When you see other countries, the Greek fella, the Greek dude, exactly mm-hmm. like when the, the Greek freak, except for <laughs> when it comes to money. But when you see uh, bids coming in from other countries, there's another bid that came in from Germany as well, another group. When you start to see other countries coming in, you got, you start to realize that that city, wow, you start to realize that city that's up for sale is one of the major players in America, and there is no major player in America outside of New York than Washington D.C., home of the capital. So I think that's another big play when you're talking about the Washington Commanders. It is Washington D.C. Whoever and, owns the new Washington team yeah. will be tearing down FedEx Field, but and building a new stadium. Isn't it? You know, you mentioned Bezos, uh, seven Bezos. billion, whatever. Yeah. I I think the NFL really wants this to go through. For Roger Goodell, for the NFL owners to be associated with Magic Johnson, it it brings a lot of positive light to their group. Uh, and we talk about minority coaches. Yep. What about minority ownership? If if even if he's not the majority yeah. owner, he's he a will very be minority the owner. face of that franchise, Magic Johnson. And anytime you can associate yourself with Magic Johnson, that's a win for you. That's a win for your league. That's a win for everybody. Yeah, it's it's essentially like you said back in the day with Jackie Robinson. It's like, look, there were baseball players that were better than Jackie Robinson, but Jackie Robinson was the right one for the job. There are people that are way richer than Magic Johnson, like brothers mm-hmm. that got money. Magic Johnson is the right guy for the job because yeah. he understands his mm-hmm. business. He's been in this business for the better Who part. Who don't of- love him? Say less. Yep. Say less. I will say this. I've been watching. I just finished watching the Reggie Jackson documentary on Amazon. What a jerk. I love Reggie Jackson. <laughs> I never met him. I loved him as a That's player. That's why you love him. He yeah. was my one of That's my heroes uh, as a baseball player. He was second to none yeah. when he was playing. But the thing that's haunted him since the end of his playing career Being is he wanted a chance to own a piece of a baseball team. And he has been poo-pooed throughout. Bud Selig said, hey, I got you. I got you. I, don't worry about it. I got you. Wink, wink. And they wound up selling it to Rupert Murdoch. The team, the Oakland Who? A's, when they were up for sale. Rupert Murdoch the owned the Oakland A's? The Dodgers. Rupert the, Murdoch owned the Dodgers? Yes. Rupert Murdoch got yeah. the team. I had no idea yes. about that. It was supposed to go to Reggie Jackson and his people. Instead, the last minute, like Reggie says, they didn't want me. They don't want me. We don't want my skin owning a team. Baseball is still literally in the dark ages. Yeah, that's 100% true. 1,000, 1,000%. We know that'd be true about baseball, but two, nobody like Reggie. Like, nobody absolutely like, and a lot, and a lot of that is too, it's off of media perception as well. Same thing would happen with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. They didn't like Kareem Abdul-Abdul-Jabbar right. until he was an airplane. And then Magic loosened him up a little. And then they started to like him. He smiled a little bit more. But with Reggie, he was hard player at a hard time in his country. And so a lot of that, too. But he was uh, he was mean, too. Damn. All right. So let's move on. Yeah. More around the NFL. A guy that we knew here in Detroit, Martin Mayhew. He's the general manager of the Washington Commanders. Or he is, at least, right now. And he has said, we have never been involved in the Lamar Jackson trade talks. Nor are we interested in acquiring him. We want to go with Sam Howell and Jacoby Brissett. He won't be the uh, general manager for much longer. <laughs> oh, and didn't, didn't, are you kidding? And didn't uh, uh, Damian Woody and Booger McFarland get into go it? Yes. on that? Yeah, everybody. We got that stuff, everybody's too. Everybody's been getting into it. 
Um, Booger says, not easy to give up two ones and $200 million. Damian Woody says, stop, Boog. Uh, then Booger <laughs> says, just keeping it real, man. He's been available for two weeks and zero offer sheets submitted. Damian Woody, not one phone call to that man. You don't think that's very odd, Boog? Come on now. Um, and they went back and forth for a while yeah. on this. Yeah, because Damian, Damian Woody is obviously talking about the point of collusion, yeah. kind of like what I was talking about. But I more so were talking about from the standpoint of the owners wanting to be the one to dictate the prices. The owner wanting to be the ones, can't let the, the players, no, this is what I'm going to be worth. This is what I'm going to sign for. So more so that. Damian's alluding to more so the other thing as well as the color as well. But, um, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a tough back and forth. I just wish we didn't get here. Can we, can we, can we go on a, a time machine and can we go back? three years or four years now to when Lamar Jackson wins the MVP and and the Baltimore Ravens they do were responsible general managers and responsible front office and responsible owners do Steve Bashotti I understand that you won with Trent Dilfer I understand that you won with Joe Flacco this is a different day and age he was a different quarterback no other team see this is the problem it wasn't the Deshaun Watson deal that messed the situation up. We just keep giving that the excuse. We don't put the emphasis where it really should be. It shouldn't have gotten to the point mm. where Kyler Murray and Deshaun Watson signed those monster deals. He should have already been signed. He should have already been under contract because Josh Allen was under contract after he balled out after three years. Patrick Mahomes is under contract after he bought. That's the smart thing you do nowadays. And so you don't get to this point where other decisions – now make you make a decision to make you look stupid. The Baltimore Ravens should have ripped his contract up. You see what the uh, what uh, Howie Roseman and Philly said. They're like, no, no, no. That's number one priority. We're getting Jalen Hurts paid now. You know why? Because they don't want to deal with a situation where they try to wait. They try to take the bargain and see see how we can cut some corners, cut some costs. And now Jalen Hurts and wins two Super Bowls. And now you're like. S-H-I-T. Now we got to pay him even more. I, 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 you're not wrong on that, but it, it's they. the Baltimore Ravens took advantage of Lamar Jackson in the situation. No agent, 100%. He had Drew right. Rosenhaus. Yeah. This is done. Right. You're right. It starts with you no know, agent. Yeah. Then it gets That's to... It. And then yeah. they take advantage of it. Yeah, you're right. I'm not going to negotiate against myself. Yeah. Not in right. any business uh, for any reason. Robert so. Kraft in the news. For Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Robert Kraft is friends with Meek Mill. He is. I love that. He said by the way. Meek Mill had talked to Lamar Jackson, and Lamar said, Hey, go tell Kraft I want to come to New England. What I love about this, and I know, he said it's up to Bill Belichick. Doing? I've been talking for like the last hour. I'm letting somebody else talk. But no, I, you're good. You're on fire. What I love he about is. this is I don't get paid by the word. This is true. What I love about this is Bill Belichick, this shows you him and me have a real good conversation, like, like a friendship. I think a lot of people, when they saw Meek Mills and Robert Kraft and the Super Bowl and the things we won't have to talk about, like I think people thought it was a publicity stunt. They'd really be kicking it. Like, I think I like that. I used B for uh, effect. Chad Graff, Robert Kraft said, you already read this. Like, at the end of the day, this is interesting because you talk about Robert Kraft, we talk about the position that the team is in right now with Bill Belichick. Talking about the things that are going on with Bill Belichick, the decisions that he's making, he's not necessarily – it's not making his team any better. It looks like he's going downward year after year in terms of players that are leaving, players he's bringing in, uh, decisions being made. This is a real thing because now you got a situation where Robert Kraft may have to step in. Because, you know, Robert Kraft has been very supportive of uh, Bill Belichick out in the open. He supports him. He hasn't come in and said anything negative. 
But now he said last year they tried some things, and this is what Robert Kraft said. Tried some things last year. It didn't work. We got to make the playoffs this year. This is what he said at the, uh, the coaches' conference. So, I mean, Bill, don't put it in Robert Kraft's hands because he will fire you. You you will get fired. <laughs> It's true. Mick Mill. Yep, we are going to take a break. Uh, actually, I lost the clock there for a minute. Good job, Maz. <laughs> right. Lost the clock there. Um, we will come back. We will come back. What do you want to do next? More football. More football. I got more. You do? Yeah. All right, very good. Nice Where are you today? Yeah, I lost it. Lentz just texted me. He said, what do you want to do for YouTube? So oh, I was supposed to I'm glad you're that. talking about the end of the show. <laughs> While we're in the middle of the show. At least he's still here, though. That's yeah, good. Nice. At least he's still with the show. Yeah, yeah, you have yeah, to go yeah. to the bathroom? No, not yet. Okay. Uh, first message from Guardian Alarm. They're your local security experts. Have been for over 90 years. When you see this black and yellow sign out in front of your house, tells the bad guys one thing. Stay out. Whether you are at home or on the road, customized solutions from real experts, 24-7 professional monitor and technology backed by people. Call this number right here, 1-800. Stay out. That number again, 1-800. Stay out. Call them today. Let them know Woodward Sports sent you. Gotcha. The sports marketing agency would not be who we are without great community partners like Higuera Health and Carol Zaniga. It's an awesome opportunity to partner with your organization. Higuera Health is a, a comprehensive behavioral health organization. We serve children through older adults with mental health, substance use, and uh, developmental disabilities across Western Wayne counties and really excited to now be in Downriver communities as well. Give us a call at 734-458-4601. We don't like to brag that we are the toughest sports network in Detroit, but we do have a guy named Darren McCarty on our side. Olivier and McCarty, who's had a good knockdown drag up. There they go, right on the wall. They were talking to one another. Woodward Sports. Hey, Seafood Fest is back, and catch it while you can at Big Boy. You know, to scoop some favorites during Lent, like the shrimp Alfredo, the shrimp stir fry, and the new fish sandwich. And of course, Friday nights mean it's the all you could eat fish fry buffet. Only at your local big boy. How about it? Uh, no doubt about it. Um, guys, lots of football talk today. If you uh, want to go back, we did talk about uh, the Detroit Lions earlier today. Dan Campbell pretty much saying we are out on Lamar Jackson. We are in on potentially uh, securing the services of Calais Campbell. That's something that they are going to look into. Mike Tannenbaum has Hendon Hooker going at number five. To the Seattle Seahawks, Jalen Carter sliding all the way down to the Lions at 18. Uh, that is all in our number one of the program. Uh, guys, we'll go back to the NFL now. Lots of news and notes. Uh, more from Mass. Let's go. Let's go. How about John Lynch, the 49ers general manager? They asked him about his quarterback situation. And as we know, it's kind of messy. I mean, just a few years ago, they traded three number one draft picks. Wow. Three, to draft a kid that has only seen the field for a couple of games. Wow, here's the quote. I think Brock Purdy has earned the right with the way he played that he's probably the leader in the clubhouse 
at that. And if, he has a bad elbow. If we were to line up, he'd probably take that first snap. Brock Purdy, the number one quarterback in San Francisco. What a disaster. I mean, that is why I think people don't want to take a quarterback that high in the draft. But they because, reached. Again, uh, the Jets reached with Zach Wilson. The Not Niners, as much as the Niners did. The Niners reached with Trey Lance. Not as much as the, as the Niners did. Yeah, people get scared. I mean, you look at a situation where, I mean, it's different situations, though. Like, you know, Trey Lance, like, shoot, we can't even get any footage on Trey Lance. We, we, He's not we're like We're, it. like, scraping from the barrel yeah. trying to find out some footage and see what this guy was. He only played, what, eight games or something crazy like that. And it was North Dakota State. But he was like, oh, well, it's North Dakota State. You know, Carson Wentz here and blah, blah, blah. So this was doomed from from the start with the situation. Something? And it, it just sucks for them. The only reason I don't feel bad for them is because they're still in the NFC Championship last year. Yeah. They still were in the NFC Championship the year before that. They were in the Super Bowl four years ago. So they've still done a good job enough around it at every other position except the quarterback position. And, you know, it sucks for Trey Lance, but I understand where John Lynch is coming from. I mean, you looked at what they look like with him as a rookie. He's going to only get better. Like he's going to only get better as a rookie. He deserves to be the starting quarterback, and that's how I would approach it. But he's out this year, and I mean Sam Darnold is your quarterback, right? This is, don't they have Sam Darnold? The Niners? Yeah. Yeah, they uh, just picked up Sam Darnold, but how long is he out for? The year. He's what, done. Who's, well, Brock I, Purdy or Trey Lance? Brock Purdy oh. is out for the year. I, look, Sam Darnold, if you look at how – the 49ers are conscribed, how they're, how they're constructed. Defense is going to be fine. They just actually got better. Imagine that. They just got better by picking up Hargrave. Offense, CMC is still in place. Ayuk is still in place. Kittle is still in place. Trent Williams is still in place. Debo. Debo is still in place. Sam Darnold is a good enough quarterback to work on that offense. He's a little bit more mobile than people think. He's got a better arm than Brock Purdy had last year. And he's in a situation, he's not trying to lose games because he knows how that feels for the better part of five years with the Jets and the Carolina Panthers. He loves to be in this situation. I think they're good enough to do one year with Sam Darnold and then bring Brock Purdy back next year. I agree with it. All right. Guess what happened today in 1984? 1984. 1984. It's NFL related. Okay. And it's the offseason. Okay. And it kind of involves. Free No, it kind of involves. Uh, USFL? Uh, well. Does it have to do with a Mayflower? It does. Oh, somebody left with situation. Is the Baltimore left? Colts. There you go. Packed up. Who the hell is Mel Kuyper? Packed up their truck, the Mayflower moving truck, at night, and moved on over to Indianapolis. That is incredible. That's funny. That is why, by the way, uh, Mel Kuyper hates the Indianapolis Colts organization. That was his team. Because he was a Baltimore. He was oh, a fan of the right. Baltimore Colts, yep. and they left for Indianapolis. So That's right. He is Baltimore. If you remember, uh, you know, it's the Colts GM at the time saying, who the hell is Mel Kuyper? Because yep. Kuyper... Was Bill Tobin? Yep, was, was going nuts. And you know who the owner of the Colts was? Robert Ursay. Oh, of course, wow. now it's Jim Ursay. Jim Ursay. Wow. Now, I, just to tell you a little scoop on Robert Ursay. Here's a little Drew NFL. Lane's, Drew Lane's uh, buddy, Jim Ursay. <laughs> a little NFL stuff for you from back in the day. Yeah. The Los Angeles Rams were owned by Robert Ursay. The Baltimore Colts were owned by Carol Rosenblum. They decided one day, hey, let's just trade franchises. They did. Carol Rosenblum became the owner of the Rams, 
And Bob Ursay became the owner of the Colts. 1980s, you could do whatever the hell you wanted to do. Back in the day, this guy, Carol Rosenblum, married a showgirl by the name of Georgia Frontieri. Get out of here. Do you remember Georgia Frontieri? Yes, I do. Now, they go out on a yacht for a little ride, and Robert Ursay was deathly afraid. Excuse me, Carol Rosenblum was deathly afraid of the water. But he decided to go out for a swim one day and never came back. And so she inherited the team? She inherited the team. Get a showgirl, out of here. Georgia Frontieri, and of course they won the Super Bowl with the greatest show on turf. If you remember, yes, I remember it was Georgia Frontieri. Holy smokes and jeans! That used to be Ursay's wow. team. So that's a little Maz trivia back from the '60s. That was they good. Literally switched franchises. That was good. You could do what you wanted back in the day. Now it's that like that's crazy. Let's just switch oh, teams. Yeah, you just do whatever you wanted to do. So the Colts wow. carpet bag Baltimore. That's funny. I never in a million that's what the years. the yeah. are doing with the Raiders. Uh, <laughs> I, I never <laughs> thought the Colts would be ever left Baltimore. Mm-hmm. No. Ever. A great NFL town. And then what happened a decade later? The freaking Cleveland Browns leave right. Cleveland. You know, uh, just uh, that's incredible. Just even when I got my internship at Fox 2, it was that's like, great, yeah. it was like uh, okay, come on in. <laughs> uh, there's no yeah. like. What, like paperwork or computer Man. applications yeah. like, or anything like are that. Are you getting credit you know? for this? <laughs> no, come on in. You, now you get. Now I couldn't do a thing. You could go you got through. A, you got a forty-five set, minute right? questionnaire right. on your phone before you even get right. to the office. Exactly. Just not how, how, how about the, How about to go to an airport? Yeah. I no, just geez. walk through an airport. Well, that's buy a, a little bit different story. Oh, yeah, uh, that was that was not allowed. Yeah, um, interesting, man. Hey, what about those Bills new en- yeah, Red Rings? They got a new stadium coming up, and guess what? It's going to be an outdoor stadium. Oh yeah. I think first of all, lo- I love outdoor stadiums. I love them, but come on, they're not smart. It should be a That's retractable not roof. Smart. No, it's and this not is what smart. it's going to look like: little renderings, little updated renderings of the new Buffalo Bills Stadium, which is going to be open in, in less than two years. Yeah, this this is it's idiotic. not smart. This is idiotic, and yeah. the re- and the reason why this is idiotic. Is because it's in your Buffalo. Fo- well, well, yeah, but now your football team is good. Your football team is gonna host home games. When you host a home game in the Super, I mean, in the, in the playoffs, you know why you want to host home games for freaking home field advantage. If both of you guys are playing in a freaking snowball, a snow, uh, a blizzard. Nobody has a home field advantage. I thought they would have learned that last year, but they didn't with the Miami Dolphins. Like it's. If, if you're not building retractable roofs in 2023, what are you really doing? Like oh. you, you gotta have that option. Dumb question. If you get, I was new, mad at MetLife. If you get a new stadium, that is a lock to get a Super Bowl. Are you getting? I understand at MetLife in New York. Yeah. But are you getting a Super Bowl in Buffalo at an outdoor stadium? No. I don't think so. You're not. I don't think so either. It's impossible. This would be the first time I think you would have a new stadium not get a Super Bowl. Yeah. And they shouldn't. It's crazy. Put a I, dome on it. Not it. And even for the city of Buffalo Listen, to not Listen, I wish require, we had a retractable yeah. goal. If we they, have good if, weather until, they, until January. You talk about the uses of that stadium. You can't use it for eight months out of the year without... Uh, a roof. I mean, yeah, you're no, building a $1.4 billion stadium that you can't use? 
Yeah, man, I guess stadiums cost more nowadays, so they're like 1.4. That's they're why like, you put a roof on it so you can fill it up every night. It's just true. You know, yeah, concerts. I, mean, it, I, don't, I don't like to see the Buffalo, so it's not like a, 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 a draw. <laughs> right. I mean it like that. It's not a draw in terms of, oh, let's go to Buffalo. Let's go see this concert over here. No, it's not like that. So if you're not going to do that as well, you might be right about that. It might be a – because, by the way, the stadium is like 40 minutes from downtown. Oh, really? I did it's, not know that. It's like 40 minutes. Yeah. It's like a drive. It's, it's, in like a, back, it's, it's in the backwoods. It's, it's, it's kind of like Green Bay Drive, like oh. going through that. But theirs is a nicer drive. It used to be like where Foxborough was back in the day yeah. where the old stadium used okay. to be. Okay. So it's kind of like it's kind of like that drive when you're going from downtown Boston to go to uh, Foxborough, to go to Gillette Stadium. It's kind of like yeah. that with Buffalo. But it's far. It's out there. You know Take, what, right? They probably wouldn't have got a Super Bowl anyway. No, it's out there. Yeah, they might not have the hotel space. they don't have They might not have the hotel space. I'm so happy they have a team. At the same time, mm-hmm. it would be. I, I can't tell you the last new stadium that did not get right. a Super Bowl. Can't tell you one. Yeah, Legion is what? This year coming up? So far, Minnesota was last year. Detroit Minnesota had one. Atlanta. Atlanta, Atlanta New Orleans. No, but isn't it great that a town like Buffalo has an NFL team and they kept it there? They yeah. have, their fans are really Great phenomenal. Fans. Phenomenal. Uh, uh, Crazy, last one, last one here, but phenomenal. No. And uh, this one I've had on for a bit. Uh, since the Lions got David That's Montgomery. That's what I want it all. Uh, since the Lions got David Montgomery, uh, who is the new best running back duo in the NFL? And there's your choices. I think it's the uh, Seattle Seahawks, uh, even though it's got the Eagles logo. Uh, it is the Seattle Seahawks, Rashad. Pe- oh, no, you. it is the Eagles. Rashad Petty and Kenneth Gainwell. I, I, I saw uh, Rashad Petty and Kenneth Walker. Yeah. Um, no. Wow. He skipped town. Um, Boy, if- DeAndre Swift and David Montgomery. I think it's the Lions. I think it's the Lions too. Who who who's the number two in Seattle? Because I think Kenneth Walker's. If you go, if you're going statistical, it's going to be Carmara and Williams. But if you're just going by what you see for this particular year coming up, what do you think? Yeah, Swift and Montgomery. Baby, I mean, Kenneth Gainwell, I like. Actually, dang man, he almost scored that first touchdown of Super Bowl. That would have been a good situation. But uh, <laughs> Kenneth Braylon Adam like plus nine hundred. <laughs> Kenneth Gainwell has, but he still they they start featuring him a little bit towards the end of the season. So what he has, they're still trying to see. I think he's going to probably be the Not, number one back. I think so too. I think he's going to be nice, and I think and he we'll, can't stay healthy. I think this will be a good conversation to revisit after the first four games of the season. All right, Ryan, we're going to revisit this. Yeah. All right, we'll Damn, revisit put it this. Away. All right, guys. Right, right uh, now, you got to go with. Uh, Carmara and Williams. All right. Uh, back next uh, with more, but first a message from Custom Health. Said, I, I, my tease game is, is I got no teases. I don't know which direction you want to go. You, you got something? You want to go any uh, particular health. direction? Custom well, Health. How about we go this way? <laughs> Custom <laughs> Health Center. Uh, Are you guys doing okay today? Yeah, I, Custom Health. He, he doesn't like my teases. I don't know which way where he wants to go. It has nothing to do with your teases. You Boxing don't like blood. my teases. No, it's nothing to do with you. Your teases are fine. <laughs> Custom Health Center is a customized approach to weight loss. Whether it's 20 pounds or 120 pounds, Custom Health Centers has a customized approach for you. Uh, They take the willpower out of weight loss. Uh, Give them a call. Try it yourself. Help me lose 20 pounds. Uh, Just keep shedding away here. 844-789-THIN. 844-789-THIN. Tell them Woodward Sports Center. Woodward Sports content. Head over to woodwardsports.com right now for up-to-date sports articles and great entertainment news. We have the best writers, bloggers, and coverage all at your fingertips. Head to woodwardsports.com right now to experience all Woodward Sports has to offer. 
You don't have to go to the beach, man. You don't have to get your butt crack full of sand. You just need the little chili peppers, man, to get that glowing beach chili peppers tan. Join the Pepper Club for all the best deals in town. Plus, they will be all competitors by $5. ChiliPeppersTanning.com. Hottest bulbs, hottest deals, darkest tans. Your vitamin D headquarters. You just need a little chili peppers, man. Get a shot up. This is for the win. All of Detroit sports teams live on Woodward. All of Detroit sports coverage lives on Woodward Sports. Driving the best in Detroit sports coverage. <laughs> you can't trust people these days. Let's, oh do Brad- Let's talk about Bradley Beal. Okay, Let's I'm down. It. All right? I'm down for this. Did you see the latest on Bradley Beal? No, what's it. the latest? Yes. Man? Oh, I did see that. Yeah. yeah. He went after some hecklers. No, 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 no. Aha! He didn't go after the hecklers. There we go. Defend Bradley Beal now. <laughs> Listen, I'm tell you like this. I'm always, I'm, I'm a always defend the player against a fan. I am always defending the player. Tell us what happened. Do you see Kyrie? Yeah, I can talk about that too. Okay. What did he do? Kyrie had a fan kicked out of the stadium because uh, or kicked out of the arena because he was saying the Earth is flat. The Earth is oh, flat. Oh Jesus! Kyrie had him kicked out. Don't oh, believe everything. Little, Don't believe everything. Little wuss. No, the difference nowadays is. People back in the day, like the level of level of crap talk was, oh, you effing suck. I can take that all day. But these people nowadays, they're very mean. Sophisticated. Like, it's, 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 it's to the point like it makes you turn around because you can't believe that's somebody why, could go that deep down and they look you in the eye. That's if, why you know who can't come back from the Golden State Warriors. Oh, 100%. Probably ever. 100%. But even with the Bradley Bill situation, Bradley Bill walks off the court, the team loses, and then some fan says, hey, you lost me a lot of money, and he turns back around. So then they get into it back and forth, and then Bradley Bill flips his hat off his head. <laughs> didn't hurt him. Didn't the, TMZ has the video he flips his hat <laughs> off his head the dude then called to the police station told him that they should press charges and investigate the situation yeah, investigate. so guess what they're doing right now investigate. they're investigating the situation of bradley bill hey, flipping his hat he off hurt his my head. head and this is well you saw what happened he with the situation head. with uh Devontae adams here's the interesting thing how long before one of these players i mean one of these are betters Loses. Uh, I'm talking about. I'm talking about a real amount. We can, we can laugh about this. They, this is a real deal. Loses we can laugh a real about amount, this all and, you it want. Is, and it's and it's outside of one of these players' houses, stalking them until they make a move. Like this is a real thing, yo. Like I lost five hundred thousand on you. I lost this. Or I I've lost been waiting my for this to happen. I've been, I've been. It's gonna happen. I've been waiting for this to happen, and even. If you go back to when you played, Braylon, I mean, I'm but sure. Back then it was like under the wrap, so you can get too mad because you're not supposed to be gambling. But not only that, I'm sure there was a point in your career that somebody was like, I freaking had you on my fantasy team, and oh, yeah. you sucked this week and lost me, cost me my game. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it, it's just it's been a buildup, and now it's just to the point where. I think it's funny because when, ha- when it was happening then, when it's when it was the fantasy when there's the fantasy mm. sports angle or the fantasy team angle, players are kind of, I mean, fans are kind of how they approach you. They're laughing about it, but at the same time, they're mad too, but it's fantasy sports. You're talking about betting. You're talking about, like, I thought, this was, about practice. I thought, mm. I thought this was a good bet. I, I bet 5000 on it. I bet money I don't have. I blah, 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 and it wrecked this, and it did this for me, and my wife left me, and blah, blah, blah. Like, I mean, I hope your wife don't leave you 5000 but I'm just saying, this is a real thing. Somebody is... Situation's gonna happen, man. It just is what it is.
It just is what it is. What are you gonna do? You're nothing. You gotta keep. You just gotta just keep your tongue to yourself. You talking about the better or the player? Oh, the coach, the player. Yeah, you. You 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 just you have to take it. You gotta look through them. Your leagues, your leagues have put you in this in in that situation. The fans have not put you in this situation. Your leagues, your teams, your franchises who are putting casinos in the arena. Yeah. In the arena. You yeah. can go uh, do that now. I, I understand that. And, and what happens with fans, much like yourselves, is you forget the human element. Like when you're sitting in a situation and it's like, oh, you just, well, just tell him. That, look, yes, if you, you're, you're a right. human too. You walk off the course, but I'm sitting, I'm, I'm with my daughter and I'm playing daddy that I'm taking pictures after the game. And I got some fan saying some outlandish stuff directly behind me at five feet. My daughter's right here. My family's right here. I'm still a man at the end of the day. So a lot of times in those situations, it's still the human element comes out. No, so. I don't. I don't. I don't <coughs> I'm not saying. I'm not saying you're right yeah, to I, do so. And I'm not disagreeing with you either. I'm just saying there's. A, it's like a. Yeah, it's like, like you, a you huge, you, broader. You should always see the bigger yeah. picture. Look how close NBA fans sit. Too close. Yeah. If you ask me. Well, way too close. But guess what? That's where the owners are making their money. It's very true. That's they're where make, they're making their money. It's, it's absolutely the owners. I mean, there's a club at the Palace. I mean, that little Caesars Arena. Mm. You go oh, to yeah, a Pistons game. You sit on the couch and watch a game. Yeah. When I, went, when I was in Cleveland, when I, even, I'm talking about when LeBron was playing, I only spent the first quarter like watching LeBron and whoever they were playing. The rest of the, the last two quarters and a half, I was at the club, like inside the, uh, the key arena. I wasn't watching LeBron and him mm. play. It's the club, man. It's, it's the, the club. It's the, it's the club, man. What are you doing tonight, Bray? Anything? Uh, probably stop by Max's house. Uh, <laughs> it's always Max's house. <laughs> well, because Max. <laughs> you don't tell ever the, have to ask tell him. The people who he's Max going is. to Max's house. Max, <laughs> Max is one of my best friends. He li- <laughs> he lives eight minutes from here, right down Woolworths. So we go over there, we engage. <laughs> you know, a little, little smoke. You know? <laughs> Max's house. And we don't ever ask him what he's doing. And we watch sports. Go like this. Yeah, hey, Bray, Bray, what are you doing smoke. after Max's house today? That's what you ask him. You don't ask him. What he's doing? <laughs> Look, man, we go in there, we watch some of these podcasts, we watch, you know, watch sports, catch up, you know, kick a little, smoky, you know, a little smoky, smoky, go hey. to the crib, oh, play man. with my dad. Hey, how's Jimmy so Valu doing? How's Jimmy V? He, he, he's, Have he, you gotten to visit him? He, of course. All he, right. he, he's been better, man. He's uh, ah, we miss Jimmy V. Oh, yeah, man. his uh, his former boss was a real piece of work, man. Oh, oh man, yeah, Mads, what How are do you doing tonight? Uh, well. Uh, here's what I'm doing. After this, I'm going to Maddie's game. She's got soccer Ooh. at Bishop Foley. Big game. Big okay. game. Big game. Uh, big Out, soccer outside, game. Outside, huh? Outside, Jeez. outside. John and then uh, after that, back home. John R. Stevenson. Back home. Kathy is back home. So Maddie and my uh, run is over. Uh-oh. I mean, we've been, we've been watching Breaking Bad two, three at a time. Oh, man. And now Kathy's back. It's all over. Is there anything oh, better than that? Dang. No, there's nothing better. I had such a great... Five days with oh my, my little gosh. Maddie. That's awesome. It's been awesome. She'll remember that time for the rest of her I, life. I hope so. You yeah. know what I, I love so. is that like like she was like angrier that mom was home than Mads was. Uh, like with mom, was like, you know what she always tells me? What time today? She said, "What time is mom coming home?" <laughs> I'm like around two o'clock. Yeah, yeah. So she's oh. oh. like this. Oh, she's she's the buzzkill of the house. She oh, was hoping the caddy would be home, you know, late at night. Uh, 
She didn't realize that she was coming home this afternoon. Uh, it is oh, all man. over. Oh, Did, man. Does Kathy watch the show? No. Thank God. I'm getting scared, too. Oh, Sorry, man. Kathy. It was Very these good. guys. Maddie, we'll do something. Don't worry, honey. All right, gang. Uh, that's it for us. Bring us out of here. Uh, another great show. got to get the maxes. Another fun time hanging with you guys. Shut up, man. <laughs> I got to get the ninjas tonight. Oh, this ninja. is true. There you go. I love ninja night. Hey, here you go. You know, it's funny. We talked about it yesterday with Rashad Phillips. Appreciate him coming on again. But we talked about Magic Johnson Round Ball Classic was number two to what? McDonald's All-American Game. It comes on tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Look, NCAA tournament may not be worth a damn, but Magic, but the uh, All-American Game, McDonald's, will always be dope. Check I like that how it says McDonald's. Phillip C says, how do you say McDonald's? McDonald's. McDonald's. Phillip C says, good show. Go smoke, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look, man, it's legal. Hey, you know man, time it's, it is. it's legal. <laughs> you know I love time you, man. Say the, hey, say the kid you smoke. <laughs> All right, brother. Get out of here, man. No hey, answer for the day. Ryan, after, after Ninjas tonight, it's a big boy. Oh, oh yeah. Big boy for Luki. Oh, ooh. All right. There it is. Ooh, for, right. for daddy. See you guys. <laughs> we'll see you guys later. Big Jim. <laughs> we aren't quite sure if they consume more beer or sports. Either way, the heavyweights are here. Live on Woodward Sports, daily 5 to 7 p.m.